Hello, everybody, and welcome back to this week's edition of the About to Review podcast. I'm your host, as always, that guy named John. You can follow the podcast on all forms of social media at About to Review, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Go to the website, abouttoreview.com, for full show notes. Click the support tab at the top. Submit a dollar, submit a dollar, give a dollar, donate a dollar. Also go to abouttreview.threadless.com, buy a t-shirt, mug, phone case, so much more. Also on youtube.com slash about to review. I just did the whole intro without messing up, actually only messing up once. I'm very yeah. proud of myself. Uh, it is a packed studio uh, today. There are three of us in the studio and one person joining us via FaceTime. Uh, this is a collaboration again uh, with the Curly Nerd podcast. So first local guest, I am joined by Tim. Tim Hall, the People's Critic. I'm back. Uh, and I'm also joined by... D. Randall, Ain't None Realist. Shout out to John for providing the tequila. Whoa! <laughs> Bars. Bars. Damien Randall of the Curly Nerd Podcast and Ill-Mannered Media. And via FaceTime. It's the Curly Nerd Jess. Hi, everyone. <laughs> From New York City. Hey! Actually, Long Island City, because I'm in Queens on my couch. Wow, uh, apparently Jess is via Snapchat filter. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> uh, so on this episode, we are going to be talking about, because it is the last day of November, and we have an annual tradition. I say that because this is the first year where I have actually been doing the show a full year, and I can have an annual tradition. <laughs> oh, wow. Right. Uh, it is hashtag no shame November. So we will get into that topic and what that means uh, soon. But before we do that, we all need to put on our power rings, starting with... Comics! Music. Movies. And podcasting. <laughs> with our powers combined, we are... Captain, Captain Collaboration! <laughs> Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. To get ourselves a Yes, uh, ring that bell. Oh, man. Uh, awesome. Uh, new low. Okay. New low. So, Captain Collaboration between <laughs> two powerhouse podcasts. Uh, between, yeah, the About to Review podcast and the Curly Nerd podcast. Oh, I can't believe we did that. Uh, Jess, I thought it was great. What did you think? I thought it was great. I was excited. I'm just happy to be here. Thank you. Lights get Rude. Problems, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just doing my NPR. You know how they always go, happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Happy right. to be here. Mm -hmm. Thank you for having me. Uh, that was awesome. Okay, so this Captain Collaboration episode, No Shame November, is basically going to talk about the movies, TV shows, uh, a couple music choices that we no longer want to be ashamed of. So these are movies or TV shows or music that... We really enjoy, that we really like, that either we only talk about <laughs> around a few people in a safe space. If somebody walks in on us watching it, then it is one of the ones where you're like, uh, uh, and you go to change the channel or something. For whatever reason, you know, it could be a guilty pleasure, but you like the thing. So that is the topic for today's episode, No Shame November. Go back and listen to last year's No Shame November when it had terrible audio quality because that was when studio was not the same as it is now right. uh but yeah 
before we get into that, the Curly Nerd Podcast, Jess and Damien, what have you guys been been up to? Update us. Update the listeners. Uh, um, we've been out here, you know, doing big things in these streets, absolutely. interviewing really famous people. Wow. Uh, those yep. really famous people being uh, Damien. I've interviewed him, and then he <laughs> yep. has interviewed me. Man. And we're very famous. Absolutely. Um, Agreed. Yep. But, I mean, we've had a couple of, like, YouTube videos we've done where we've done some reviews of comic books and TV shows. Um and we, of course, you know, we all went to New York Comic Con. I'm trying to think, like, I don't think we have a whole, like, the next biggest thing we'll be doing is Emerald City Con because, you know, it's, yeah, you know how yeah. it is having, like, the nine to five and taking time off for things and we all live in different cities now, so. That is true. Honestly, like, all we've been doing is looking forward to, you know, our Star Wars and Justice Leagues and um thors and you know what i mean mm-hmm. and runaways just you know premiered and, you See, know, and runaways so. was a show that you guys have been hype on for months, months. yeah since new york yeah. city comic-con they released as of right now they have the first three. First three mm-hmm. yeah first three mm-hmm. yeah. yeah i mean we've been doing some pretty fire interviews for the last uh last several weeks i i do have to say that um make sure you check out our our justice league review because mm-hmm. i think we were right about it uh, we did a Agreed. good. We did a good preview of that. Uh, I mean, we've we've been pretty much on point with all of our reviews. Yeah. Um, you know, no no shade to present company. Whatever. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> no, you would shade them. Shade them. Shade. Yeah. I mean, shade. I mean, it's, it's what we do, though. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we and we are about the streets, so we just we just do what we do, man. And nice curly nerd. I like it. Cool. Tim, have you been up to anything before we get into the show? Just watching a bunch of movies, man. Yeah, so Tim and I, uh, if you are a Curly Nerd listener and you have yet to be a, an About to Review listener, if you are listening for the first time, uh, Tim and I are local Seattle film critics here. So we recently, because award season has kicked off like crazy, we have been drowning in screeners. Yeah. Uh, what was the last thing that you saw that you actually really liked? Molly's Game. <clears throat> I Molly's watched Molly's Game last night with Jessica Chastain and Idris Elba. Mm-hmm. Which I didn't know was a true story, mm-hmm. which was insane, but like really good, like well done. So nice. So you know, I don't to interrupt you guys, but you know they announced the Golden Globes are January seventh. Are you guys anticipating anything? Like, what do you think? Uh, so, the, the Golden Globes are so weird because yeah. the foreign press, so they the categories are funky. The people who show up are weird, so it's always sort of all over the place. But it you does. Are so <laughs> show up are weird. There, it is. I remember they invited the uh, the tourist. Yeah, you remember that oh. you had that terrible movie with? Oh with yeah, yeah, that was weird. Yeah, yeah. yeah so th- they do stuff like that, but I think it is definitely a precursor for the mm-hmm. Oscars. So there will right. be categories and people who get nominated and win that'll maybe give a preview for what's going to happen at the big award show. Uh, but we have our own Seattle Films Critic nominations coming up soon. Yeah, December eighth uh, is our, the, our. That is when we have to submit everything. Yeah, we will be announcing everything via the Seattle Film Critics Facebook page and Twitter, December eighteenth. Yeah. So definitely keep an eye out for for that. But we have a category uh, that nobody has. We do. That's best villain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Which so is my our, favorite category. Our Ooh. best villain last year. Uh, what was funny is not only did we have this category that nobody else had, but we introduced one of the, the characters up for the award was Black Phillip from The Witch, which was the goat. Yes. Ooh. A.K.A. the devil. Yeah. So, spoiler, but, uh, John, spoiler alert! I haven't oh seen, seen it. Spoiler alert! Well, no, it's not even like it. You never really. There's not a transformation where he suddenly turns into the yeah. devil. It just it's apparent. Yeah, it is. There, the goat is a symbol. I guess oh, I should okay. say for the devil. Yeah, it's, but uh, John Goodman won for Ten Cloverfield Lane. Yeah, that's good. That's a good. He one. was a good villain, though. Yeah, exactly. And that was the thing is like, 
So we have something unique here in Seattle that we do. So it is pretty cool. So definitely check that out for December 18th and Molly's game. The release date got pushed back. It might not actually hit theaters until like January. Uh, it is kind of weird. It'll probably release so. in a few theaters just to be eligible. But yeah, yeah. I can see the wire release being January. For sure. Cool. All right. So now that we caught up with everything. Uh, no shame November. Wait a minute. Oh, yes. Wait a minute, John. Oh, boy. Here we go. I feel slighted. <laughs> okay. Oh, no. I flew all the way out to Seattle. Uh-huh. And, um, you know, a few weeks ago, I did something did something very noble and grand for you. Uh-huh. And it has not been acknowledged today. Okay. So it has not been acknowledged today, but on every episode since then. <laughs> so, <laughs> yes. those of you listening, the theme song that you just heard a couple minutes ago was produced by none other than Damien Randall of Ill-Mannered Media. Thank you, Damien, for the song. You're welcome. You're welcome. Uh, it was something that, yeah, you and I worked on back and forth. We had a couple different ideas. Once you sent me the one that we landed on, that was it. Like, we both knew right away that it was going to be it. So, all right. Thank you. you. Know, producers got to get their credit. I, you know, I do enjoy that new pot or the new, uh, theme the song? new song. I do enjoy it. It actually makes me smile. Like, what I, I really love our theme song personally yeah, for mm-hmm. of course. Know, personal reasons. Um, but when I hear your guys' because usually what I'll do is right before I leave to go to work, I make sure I download your podcast mm-hmm. and I, I'm, I'm walking. So when I walk out the door, I hear it and I'm like, oh, I like that. <laughs> yeah. I well, will say this, though. It is very Houston. It's a very Texas beat. I mm. mean, you know, guess what? Episode <laughs> <laughs> episode 100 of the Curly Nerd podcast, we might have a new theme song as well. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah interesting uh also that actually is a good dovetail so this week uh there are actually going to be two different captain collaboration episodes uh you're listening to this one and then tomorrow on thursday listen to the curly nerd where all four of us are getting back together to do an episode called game changers where we talk about movies tv shows that changed our life in in one way or another so definitely going to be a great so with this episode with No Shame November, uh, who wants to who wants to start it off? We're going to do three round, or there are going to be three, uh, basically subjects. Wait, do we intro the theme song? Yes, like six yeah. minutes ago, we did that. Yes, he didn't. I intro only, the theme song. He just. Alluded. I I kind of missed. I missed it too. See, it's not wow. just me. Thank you, Jessica. That's why, Ruth. <laughs> I was like, That's why was, I brought it up. It was right after the bell. Really. Maybe. Anyway. Somebody uh, had too much tequila. <laughs> Come on. Somebody had too much tequila. I was like, yo, we didn't do the theme song. Not even. Okay. Um, okay. So there are going to, each of us have three different subjects for our No Shame November. So we're just going to go round robin style. Okay. Uh, Jess, do you want to start us off? Actually, I would not mind starting us off because perfect. Uh, mine, are, we're not gonna go. Mine are so basic that you're not gonna go into too much detail. Okay, you know what I mean. I feel like when you guys get to yours, you're gonna be able to talk more about it. But so mine first, are, um, so hmm. first, uh, introduce yeah what it is, why it matters to you, and why there would at some point be a realm of uh, shame around it. So I'm giving you my three. No, 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 just one. And then we would just go around. Just the- one. Yep. Let's start okay, with just uh, one. start with TV. Okay. 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 Because I was like, I thought I was like, I have three down, but yep. okay. All right. Go for it. Uh, so I watch, a, I watch a lot of trashy television, mm-hmm. like, <laughs> but then I watch a lot of good television, but then I watch a lot of television that, um, 
people would like raise eyebrows at like I'll give you like a for instance like for instance like one of my guilty pleasures is I love Loiter Squad because I think that Tyler the Creator and Odd Future those guys mm. are hilarious okay but then I also love all the cartoons right like I love <laughs> Hey Arnold and Sponge. you know I watch all of those those are my guilty pleasure I when I turn my TV on I immediately turn to whatever cartoon, cartoon network there right. is yeah Cartoon Network or Nickelodeon or Disney and I try to see what's on those right but I would have to say Mm-hmm. These are kind of combined. Okay. Okay. But my guilty pleasures are Married to Minnesota on Bravo and all the Love and Hip Hop shows. Ooh. All of them? All of them. Ooh. I watch all of them. I watch Atlanta. I watch New York. I watch Hollywood. And apparently Miami will be coming out soon. I watch all of them. You have a favorite and out of all of them? Every single time <laughs> I watch them, I am like. Why do I watch this garbage? Mm-hmm. Because it is so bad, and these women are so stupid, and these people are so stupid. But it's this weird guilty pleasure I have. But also, it's a way that I am able to, especially now that I've I've moved so far away from my friends and family. My sister and my best friend and I have a group message, and that's all we oh, do. Boy. We talk mm-hmm. about oh, these trashy shows. So really, <laughs> and I didn't used to watch Married to Medicine. I was like, I, I limited myself to one or two reality shows per mm-hmm. season, you know, because I was like, I actually destroying brain cells like i swear that sometimes <laughs> right. when i don't remember certain words because i read i'm not a dummy you know right. i know words but for some reason i don't anymore and i think it's because i watch these shows <laughs> wow and they're so ignorant that i have actually deteriorated like my iq has come down so so married to medicine and <clears throat> yes all of the real housewives shows <laughs> I watch all of the Real Housewives. No, I don't. No, I, don't no. I don't watch all the Real Housewives. No, no, no. I don't watch those. I don't care love about those women. Love I watch oh, the Love and Hip Hop. Oh, same thing. Though. I was gonna. No, I it's not though. Because <laughs> Love and Hip Hop is full of poor people. The fact of the oh, matter is, when you right. do watch mm. all of those Real Housewives, those women, their net worth is insane. They have Especially rich like problems. Beverly Hills. Those women are fifty million dollar. You know, seventy five. Their husbands million dollars. Their husbands are. No, no, no. no a lot no of the women are entrepreneurs. No, the women are very wealthy too. They come from wealthy families. Like just some of those women. Well, remember the very first season, Adrian Malouf, her fa- her parents, her family. What did they? Didn't they own one of the basketball teams and they own the, the Sacramento hotels? Kings. And, yeah, mm. you know. Mm-hmm. So those oh, look at no, I only names. know the Malouf. Oh. I only hey. know the Malouf name because of the Malouf brothers. Sure. Uh huh. No, yeah, because they own a bunch right. of hotels. Thank well, they you. did. So right. So these women aren't poor women <laughs> who have just married rich guys. Like a lot of these women come from you know because money attracts money, right? For it's sure. Very rare that you see like some poor chick. It's there's no my fair ladies and whatever yeah. else. Mm-hmm. Let's be real. If I was rich, you know, I wouldn't have a broke ma- woman. These people marry each other. <laughs> the poor. <laughs> <are> so stupid. You are so the muggles. Yeah. I hate you guys. I hate, you so much. Uh, I hate you so much. Okay. Um, so what, yeah, so but, I, and, uh, the only reason I watch Married to Medicine is my sister. I, I just started watching it last year, but my sister and my best friend Samantha watch it, and I was like, okay, fine, I'll start watching it. And now I'm addicted. And so, those women are idiots, and they're doctors, and they're so stupid. Seriously. Uh, so I, I have a question, Jessica. Out of all yeah. the Love and Hip Hop shows, which is your favorite? Uh, Hollywood. Love and Hip Hop Hollywood. Yeah. Who is even on I that one? The only time, the only, the only time I ever actually believe it or not liked Love and Hip Hop New York was when Cardi B showed up. She was so entertaining. Okay, I didn't really care for it. But I will man, say, Love and Hollywood is hilarious. Ray I, J is funny, guys. Yeah, Ray J. He has funny. an indoor pool and an outdoor pool. <laughs> oh, okay. He has an indoor basketball court and an outdoor. That's still basketball one of the funniest court. things I've ever remembered listening to one morning. The I cried at work. <laughs> the funniest thing that Love Ray and Hip Hop New York 
to this day, one of my favorite gifts, and that is something that like this. So all four of us are in a group chat. We talk almost all day, almost every day. <laughs> and so constantly just gifts back and forth. The Cardi B, when she whips around and goes forever, yeah. is forever. one of my favorites <laughs> of all time. Yeah. yeah that, she's pretty funny. Cardi B is the truth, though. Yeah. She's hilarious. See, and hey, man, so, no, respect the come my, up. Like that. Yeah. My like, favorite GIF. Sorry, sorry. My, I was like, mm-hmm. my favorite GIF, though, is from Love and Hip Hop Hollywood mm. when the moms are fighting and Safari and Nicki Minaj is oh, yeah. and they're eating yeah. while he's watching these people fight. <laughs> like that. The Safari funny. one is pretty good. Uh, Wait, yeah, Safari is on the Hollywood one? Yeah, and now he's back on New York. <clears throat> I know this. Okay, but if he was on New York, like, he had Amari or that one chick. And Never mind. I, I don't know what show you're talking did, about. How anyway, do you know wait, all this? Wait, wait, a, so, wait a second. How do you know, anyway, sir? Anyway, all right, so move on. <laughs> wait, the man, the man who hates Titanic somehow watches Love Yo, and Hip Hop? Anyway. Love and Hip Hop is way better than Titanic. Thank you for bringing that up. Wait, hold on. <laughs> the first half it's of the second half of Titanic. It's that much. It's, it's way more entertaining. The first half of the second half of Titanic. The entire. Woo. Entire. Uh, if you the see me and I don't speak. The went down. That means I don't mess with you. <clears throat> wow. I'm just saying. All right. Mm-hmm. So th- those are solid choices for, for No Shame November. <laughs> wow. wow. Uh, uh. Do I get an honorable mention? Uh, no, not yet, because we have to, oh, we're okay, going okay, round okay, robins. Okay. We're, doing, we're doing one and one. Okay. Oh. We'll each give one and then just do a circle. So Sorry, uh, boss. how oh. about we just do uh, Damien? Okay. So your first No Shame November TV show. No Shame TV November show. TV show. Um, I watch all the wrestling shows. Mm-hmm. Wow! Like okay, all of them. Like <laughs> WWE, Ring of Honor, Impact Wrestling, uh, even New Japan Wrestling. But I say you watch New Japan too. I, I even I watch have New no Japan. idea what any. Okay, I know what one of the what did, what is High Impact? No Impact. What it's is, it's TNA Wrestling. Um, basically, like the second largest behind WWE. Yeah. Was that um, No Holds Barred? Come on, man. That's disrespectful. It's, so I, it's, I have no idea. Man. I never follow We've wrestling. We've had this talk before, John. We've had this talk before, John. I just do not... I do not know there was... Okay, these days in the 90s when there was No Holds Barred, there were the two... That was a movie. That was WCW. Oh, exactly. So there, okay. were, there were two competing ones. Correct. Are there any more or is it just the one? There's there, always been other wrestling circuits. Yes. Okay. But are there any like... that? Because remember, Tim, you, and, you have talked about like how one got real upset that... They used to spoil the other one. That is not around anymore, right? There's one no. kind of large one and then yes. smaller ones. Yes. Okay. They got absorbed into WWE, mm-hmm. but then there are still other other smaller ones like Impact Wrestling. Think of okay. it as like baseball where there's like AAA okay. and other that- little leagues that try to, people try to get to the majors. Yes. And WWE gotcha. is the majors. The majors. Yes. Okay. Yeah. But I watch all of them. <laughs> yeah. You know what's funny is I actually I didn't know that you watched all this wrestling. Now I, you know what I'm gonna have to judge you because you this, is no <laughs> this is no shame. This is no shame. November. I'm gonna say like how is WWF any different or WWE excuse me or any of these wrestling shows any different than Love and Hip Hop? Because wrestling is real, different. damn it. Oh, good. It's real it's to me. Re- <laughs> Thank you, Jess. It's real to me, damn it. No, Jess gets a point. No, but the, here's the funny. Those reality shows are just as scripted as those exactly. WWE. Yes, that's my and that's my whole point. Like those reality shows are just as fake as wrestling. At least, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> I, I'm not even going to judge one over the other. I'm not going to judge yeah. one over the other because they're both, um, you know, one of them is, you know, off off Broadway for broke women. The other Oof. one is stuntman theater. So it's <laughs> it's not really off off Broadway for broke women. Wow, you are not wrong. 
I mean, yeah. okay. <laughs> that is an accurate, accurate title. But I, I've I've been a I've been a I've been a a watcher of pro wrestling my entire life, literally my entire life, ever since Mid South Wrestling back in Houston, Texas. Mid South, and wow. I just I've just kept up with it. I mean, you would like it. I've I worked with WWE for four days right before I came out here, and it was a bunch of muscular guys walking around in tights what are you talking about you would like it i went to smackdown and it was in the paper have we not talked about this i'm we, gonna we have, go to seattle we have yep yes Je- i'm Jess, like hello jess followed at least followed at one point or still kind of does like jess is up on wrestling you gotta I, get I, in I there John. That. i love wrestling there's been one person in this group who hasn't been to a pay-per-view or yeah. a, a live event and that's you yeah. oh i and forgot I, you know what i used to buy the pay-per-views yeah. oh my god yeah. you used to spend money on this? that we used to I'm not even kidding you we used to back because this was back when The Rock was still big we would buy the pay-per-views and have parties wow. I, I, how did I forget about this yeah Tim you reminded me yes so I'm, I'm actually not judging you though Damien yeah. that's what's up I oh, okay I have one annual event we have a few annual annual events that our friends do right we have a picnic we have a holiday party mm-hmm. we have a, our, our fancy draft and we get together to watch Wrestlemania yes is there still no, only I, one a year every year so WrestleMania is only once a year. Once a year, it's a Super oh, okay. Bowl. But they have pay per views every month. Every month. Okay. The, I said they that don't even need, though they like, kind of need four or five pay per views. They don't really need all the little ones. Yeah. So the thing is, like I, I've been following UFC and stuff like that forever. Mm-hmm. It got it used to be where there would be one pay per view every like two months. Right. Not even joking. There are usually two to three events a month these days in the UFC yeah. because they bought out everyone else, mm-hmm. and so it, it is kind of weird, but. Wrestling, and I have said it before, I will say it again, and Tim and uh, front of the show, Mike, uh, should I see it, when there is the next live event here in Seattle, I will go. You're going to have fun. And I will will absolutely give it a shot. I've never done it before. And not only go, you need to, for the month leading up to it, you need to watch... You so you know, to watch the program that, that leading up into it. It's not because <laughs> it's it's a good. It's they do very good storytelling, like with heroes and villains and overcoming odds and all the good stuff. Right. You have to understand the build up to it to understand the psychology of. A so when there's match. a ring run in or something weird happens, you understand what's happening because you're not going to hear the play by play, right? And that's a difference uh, while you're in the stadium. Oh, uh, good point. You don't hear that. <laughs> right. Is that why, like, when whenever I go to baseball games and I see the dude, usually an older dude, usually older white guy listening to the radio yeah. at the baseball game and I'm like yeah. what are you doing like you are here yo like, I remember being to, at a Sonics game one time mm-hmm. and it was a, like a last second shot it was like Antoine Walker fading out of bounds Oof. hit a three pointer and because we're in the stadium we didn't know if it, if it counted or not we didn't know if he beat the buzz so we're just standing around waiting right. and the ref was like yeah good bucket and everyone sort of just like zombie sort of just like <laughs> wow. walked out the stadium yeah, yeah. Huh. you don't really get the, the benefit of like replay or any of that you just sort of are watching okay yeah. So to be a Debbie Downer, uh-huh. so to be a Debbie Downer, <laughs> when I think of WWE and how much people really love it and how it has this huge fan base for so many years, mm-hmm. every like every now and again, like do you remember when you watched Making a Murder and that little boy thought that he was going to get out of prison in time to see WWE? <laughs> yeah, he was like, wow. Sure. That yeah. that I'm not even kidding you. That broke my heart because I was like, that poor kid is not going to ever see SmackDown ever again. Yeah, no. Like I was like so heartbroken for that little tr- that tragic kid. Because yeah. that was so, like, that was the thing that brought him joy. Yeah, right. Yeah, you know, because he was—he really thought he. These people coerced this boy into admitting that he committed a crime that he didn't admit because he's mm-hmm. clearly low IQ. But like, 
we don't have low IQs. I'm not, you know, but everyone loves <laughs> WWE. Everyone. You know, mm-hmm. like it was like, it's just, I, mm-hmm. it's not John. You, you don't, you don't John count John. has no fun and Go. he laughs at his own jokes. Okay, yes, true. The rest of us. <laughs> the rest of us. But who, I think of that, like people really, WWE is lit. And when I see it, like watching Damien's videos from mm-hmm. when he, his Snapchat from Those when cool. he was recording, I loved it. I was like, oh, I used to love this the energy it really is yeah. like you know there's that electric that energy that it's like electrifying it is this really wild yeah. energy that you feel when you go in it is, it's like a rock concert yeah with stuntmen it, like, as, yeah. much, as much as john loves theater and loves mm-hmm. musical theater absolutely and loves movies Dude. this is right up around and again, is, like it is something that and i totally respect it for that i absolutely i've never taken away from like the theater aspect i will go on record and i have before the performers these stuntmen as, as damien calls them the acting quality that you have to have when live, you have to go from upset to happy to sad to angry to pumped up, like in front of 50,000 people, I guess, 50, 40, 20, yeah. whatever. 20,000. 20,000 people at the drop of a hat on live TV. Mm-hmm. I will absolutely, they have all my respect for sure. I just have never, I never got into yeah. I just never got into it and, very much. And here's the last thing I'll say about it. Okay. Um, especially from being behind the scenes yes. of it a few times. You coming from a theater background will really, really respect the fact that everything that you see on TV mm-hmm. is not edited. It plays out live. Everything is timed down to exactly. the second. Yeah. And whenever they show up, most of the performers show up at around two or three o'clock that mm-hmm. day. They learn all their lines and everything. And they go over their fight choreography just an hour or so before they actually get onto the screen. That so, is pretty awesome. So. Everything from a production standpoint is unlike anything that you will ever see. Okay, and they're they're incredible for it. But like I said, I, I not only watch that; I watch the junior leagues too, and they they actually have better wrestlers. But that's neither Japan here nor there. Japan is fun. Well, I yeah, yeah. make sure you make sure you watch that South Park episode though with the wrestling. Yes, it's funny. Remember the whole episode is the kids are just like in their wrestling costumes, yeah. acting. Like, yeah. It's like they're putting on a play in right. this ring. They barely ever get to the wrestling. Yeah. It's just this huge play. And, and they, the one dude has a real wrestler kept getting mad about it. But yeah. I was watching. I'm like, this is, it's basically what WWE is. Yep. Well, I'm watching a show. It's, yep. it, you know, it's okay. not real wrestling. Yeah, so, so I, I respect the theater of it totally. So mm-hmm. I, I will go see it live. You will we'll do it. a recap. Uh, once <laughs> I, when is the next one? Probably a couple of I don't months. know. Yeah. It'll, be uh, so, it'll be soon. A few I'll months. you know for sure. Okay. Cool. All right, so Damien's was all of the wrestling shows. All wrestling shows. Yes. Tim, your first No Shame November TV show. Uh, well, first of all, I don't carry a lot of shame. Ugh. I'm pretty open about what I talk, what I like. <laughs> I don't carry a lot of shame. I don't. I've learned, I've learned not to. I've learned that's bad. Like, awesome. right. This is what, like what you like. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I really enjoy those, like, reenactment shows like Black Widow Murderer where they, they walk through like some woman who murdered her husband. Really? Oh, man. I'll watch all of those them. I'll watch, me, like, a marathon. Th- of th- those make me nervous because yeah. whenever. Whenever I would come into a room and a partner or somebody is, is watching that and then be yeah. like, why are you watching all these shows about how to murder your partner? Forensic Files, get away probably, with it? Like, <laughs> Forensic Files is probably my favorite. Yeah. Well, my wife is always watching Snapped. <laughs> Snapped? Snapped Sundays See, uh-huh. or whatever. Nope. I'm like, why are you watching this? <laughs> right. And what did I do? You walk in, she hides a notepad under the couch. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa wait a minute. <laughs> it's, it's wild what people do. One, one, one Forensic file was a dude who was like always at the strip club, right? So then right, one right. of the strippers walked this girl. The, he was standing at a hotel that was close by. So she mm-hmm. walked into the hotel and then no one sees her. So then this idiot, <laughs> he's like, I don't know. She came upstairs and she left. Then they realized that he killed her because mm-hmm. they found out he went through like uh, they found her body like under some bridge. 
Yeah. And they were checking to see checking his car because she was last seen with him. Mm-hmm. So they showed his truck with like something under a tarp as he went past like a toll. Of course, there's cameras everywhere. Right. Then it's Kim coming back. There's no tarp in the back. Mm. There's nothing in the back How of his convenient. truck. <laughs> he thought he cleaned his truck up. So when they went and got his truck, there was still blood like under like some rubber thing. It was her blood. That's why you go with the rhino, the rhino lining. Yeah. Totally seals the truck. Yeah. From what I heard. Yeah. So uh, those shows are <laughs> Those shows are crazy. This episode sponsored by Rhino Lightning. <laughs> Maybe because the reenactment actors are so bad <laughs> that I enjoy. See now, it. was it They're terrible. What is the one uh there was a medicine one, it was a reenactment one, uh where everyone is, always ends up in the hospital. Not sixteen or I didn't know I was pregnant, but um it was like an emergency room kind of mystery show where they were they were doing reenactments similar to like Rescue 911 yeah when that's we were where it started for me with Rescue 911 I used to love that show that show terrified me as a kid because it would show like kids swimming in a pool and then getting sucked to the bottom of the pool to this day yeah. if I'm swimming in a pool and I see that great I'm swimming on the opposite end of the pool <laughs> because of that like it would show the kid getting sucked to the bottom you can't get up yeah, uh-huh. yeah. and the reenactment at one point uh, they're riding their bikes it was all about like helmet safety Little girl's riding her bike in the street, and a truck comes, like, ripping around the corner at 40 miles an hour. Hits this girl, and they straight up use, like, um, like the, what is the, my buddy yeah. type doll? And you see, like, <laughs> they hit this, and you see this doll fly, like, 20 feet. And I was like, oh, wait a minute. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Those shows are great. If you get a chance to watch one, Man, those shows stress it. Those shows stress <laughs> me out, because, again, and I cannot be alone. Listeners, weigh in on this. <laughs> Uh, I have some great listeners who give some great feedback as they're listening to the episodes. If you walk into the room and your partner, be it husband, wife, whatever it is, boyfriend, girlfriend, is watching one of these shows, tell me if I am not alone and feeling a little bit weird about that. Okay. Well, I, I definitely feel it. My wife, Thank I, yeah, you. Every, every weekend, my wife, my wife watches a snapped. She watches the snapped marathon. Oh, a, a marathon? Yeah. And I'm like, what? Nope. I, I go back through every conversation we had during the week, and I'm like, okay, did I piss her off? <laughs> exactly. Uh, hey, I'm going to go to the store for a few hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Start checking credit card receipt. Why did you get a tarp and duct tape yeah. and a bone and a, a miter shovel? Saw? Yeah. A shovel. A vat of acid. That's odd. Right. I'd pick up. Uh, um, again, that is also a South Park episode called <laughs> Informative Murder Porn. Um, wow. So there's a South Park episode for everything. <laughs> okay. Yes. And more, remember one of the kids, like the parent, the mother killed the husband for some reason after watching all of those like snaps or yeah. whatever. And so the kids put the the parental blocks on the TV so the parents would stop watching the informative murder porn. The crazy thing, <laughs> the crazy thing is, is how many people think they're going to get away with this stuff. And they're, and they're not smart. And people watch these shows and they're like, all right, I'm going to do this and this. No. Nope. If you bleach the floor, guess what? They have a chemical that determines yeah. if you cleaned up not just blood, but if you use bleach to clean it. Yeah. I mean, again, there are so, different chemicals you can use that clean that up better. But anyway. So for the sake of being um, really disgusting, like yes. I'll add to this. Yep. Uh, so do you remember in the movie Snatch? When Bricktop, the gangster bad guy with the big glasses, he, was uh-huh. like, he said, always be careful of a guy with a pig farm. Yep. Yep. A pig farm mm-hmm. can go through bones in like under five minutes, blah, blah, blah. Do you guys remember that guy who was either near the Canadian border yes. or at the Canadian border? And he had a pig farm yep. and he had been feeding women that he'd been killing. Yeah, he had been murdering people for years. And because yes. there were like prostitutes and stuff, mm-hmm. no one really cared that they were yes. missing. Yep. yep. But it was yep. A, it was a pro- what was his name? Richard Pinkman? The Pinkman? Uh, I'm not sure. I've also have very fascinated with, with serial killers. I also Robert Yates in Eastern Washington growing up. Yeah. That was one Yates where Yates was a crazy guy. 
Yeah. I mean, we did have the Green River Killer. Like Green that River guy Killer. Is super famous. Well, the Northwest, there's actually a, a new show, and I forget the name of it, that talks about why so many serial killers come from the Pacific Northwest. I'm uh, curious now. And, uh, I the, mean, and it was, I mean, the Faces of Meth was in the Pacific Northwest. Yes. Well, and, that, and that, the that Cops. Show was on. Well, was what, so Cops, Cops is a crazy show. When they came to a town called Spokane in eastern Washington, they initially were going to be there for like the normal run of like two weeks, three weeks, whatever they do. They stayed for six months because they were like, this place is a gold mine. Wow. So, because it was, it was a huge problem in the 90s Meth? in eastern Washington. Yeah. Yeah. A statistic came out that one in every four houses at one point was a meth house in Spokane. Nice. So, cops was like, we're going to stay here. We're just going to set up a shop. <laughs> like, no need to travel and bring the crew everywhere. So... Well, now crazy. you know how your dad supported your family? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. Uh, if only we had some of that money. Yeah. Some of that meth money. That makes yeah. me feel a lot better about Texas right now. Oh, there Texas you go. has no, no, set of no, problems. No, no, no. Texas is still <laughs> No excuses for Texas. Terrible. Come on now. Come on. Pretty terrible. We, we can open carry swords, so. I, I mean, can all I have to say I is Waco. Oh. I know. They kill those poor people. Yeah. True story. Okay, enough of that downer talk. Uh, <laughs> my <laughs> my <laughs> choice... <laughs> My choice for my first No Shame November TV show, the show that came out in 2013 on NBC, and it's still going, it is on its fifth season, Blacklist, or The Blacklist, hmm. stars James... What is that? Stars James Spader, James Spader as yeah. Raymond, oh, Raymond yeah, Reddington, yeah. who was a former uh, Navy officer, covert ops, and he disappears, becomes a fugitive, shows up like 30 years later wanting full immunity to give them access to this blacklist of criminals that he has from his criminal empire so that he can just get full immunity. That show is still on? Yeah. It is. And I did not know it was still on. It's not the same show. And this show... Okay, so I have watched this show from the beginning, and I love spy thrillers. Tim and I have talked about it before. Spy thrillers, crime thrillers, I really like that. And so I started watching it, and I was like, this is a solid spy thriller. And they have done a, they have done a few of these over the years. But the first couple seasons of this, it was a really well-structured, well-paced spy thriller. You had the government uh, kind of espionage angle and a really diverse cast. And a main cast of only like seven people. The director is a black guy. That's awesome. Director Cooper. Hmm. You have Agent Navabi. You have Aram. Like you have four people of color in Dembe in like a seven-person show. Nice. So that was pretty cool. As the show went on, it became so ridiculous to the point where every time I watch it, similar to what Jess said about Love and Hip Hop or Married to Medicine, every episode I'm like, this is the dumbest show. Why am I watching this? A season ago, the main character, no spoilers, who cares? Uh, do not watch the show. I'm never going to watch it. Yeah, I'm never going to watch it. There are 97 it. episodes so far, so wow. do not watch the show. A character last year, the main character, had a baby, right? It's cool. They built on this for like two seasons. We have not seen the baby in like a season. And every now and then they will like roll over on the bed and like a squeaky toy or like not a squeaky toy. That would be for a dog. <laughs> but like they will see a stuffed animal or something and be like, ha ha. Like hashtag. Where is the baby? Yeah, like wow. there is no baby. It's tough to film kids man. anymore. And it just it was such a big thing. She was pregnant. And I think <clears> the <throat> actress was pregnant also. And so they did a really good job of incorporating that. Her face was puffier. So it was like. All right, we will just build it in. Since then, they were like, nope. nope. Like, it is, the show breaks itself all the time. Raymond Reddington is on the FBI most wanted list internationally. 
and he just walks around New York City, goes into cafes. He was on national news a couple years ago, and they were like, Raymond Reddington is still alive. He's at this small cafe, and everybody was calling the hotline. Everybody knows who this dude is, and he just walks around like nobody. No disguise. No. Oh, no. Not at all. Like, he hmm. looks exactly the same as his profile picture did when he was in the news. She rolls around with him. Uh, the agent in question who there was a big spoiler this last season but just like come on the show breaks itself every time and every time I'm watching it out loud I'm like why am I still watching this like <laughs> right. this show is just dumb but I I love it at and this point you just have to see how it ends yeah and it will not this is a show that, is it gonna end no this has no ending yeah they solved a big reveal last season they introduced another one just to kind of keep it going, but this show has no idea where it is going. It's losing legs. And it just keeps going, and it is so dumb, but so entertaining. And because the fact of the matter is, the people who are watching it are collecting Social Security, and they don't have anything else to do, so that's why the show's going to keep going. Wow. I have never met anyone under the age of 65 <laughs> who watches this show, John, yeah. so I am judging yeah. you, sir. Yeah. I, mean, it, I don't know anyone... No shame. <laughs> no shame. No shame. Who is... <laughs> <laughs> the show is dumb. Like, and I, and I, I, you said the second you said blacklist, and I'm like the show that old people watch. I mean, it is <laughs> yeah. like right. Jag. You got oh, Jag oh, too. Man. Ooh, that was, I did. I did kind of watch <laughs> oh, show. Oh, man. Jessica has a point. You watch Jag as um, well. How much of the NCISs do you watch? None. I only oh. watched a couple episodes. How many NCISs? Because the difference with that one, I was like, I know I would like this show. But there are four different shows from different states. You didn't. You just didn't start that narcotic. You're yeah. like, I'm not going to get on. Law and Order. That was one that I started in '93. You know, so that one is a different one. But with Blacklist, it has like the generic FBI guy, uh, Agent Wrestler, who take him, <laughs> who's like this blonde hair, blue eyed guy, put him in any cop show, and he will blend. Any procedural he's it in does now. not matter. <laughs> like he's just generic cop. But good characters, a lot of people of color. That is nice to see, but this show is just so dumb and so broken, and on its fifth season, I'm still watching all of it. Wow. That's, how, that's how I felt about True Blood. Oh, yeah, I, I gave up. I have all of those books. Well, I actually have the first 12. Snooki's, um, what are called? Charlene There's Harris. 12? Yeah. Charlene, My goodness. Charlene Harris put, put out a book every year for a while. What are they called? Sn- Snooki's? The Sookie Stackhouse, Stackhouse mysteries, mysteries come on now. Yeah. but we also have them to Sookie, thank for. Uh, they're the um, they're the Babysitters Club books for the girls who used to be Babysitters Club, and oh, now wow. they're adults, and they need something a little bit more adult. Yeah, we also yeah. have them to yeah. thank for uh, Fifty Shades of Grey. Yep, as well. Okay, I disagree. Ew. Fifty Shades of Grey isn't that Twilight fan fiction? Yeah, yeah but Twilight is different than True Blood. Same thing. But I Rude. think what he's speaking towards is it created sort of the environment for something like that to exist and be profitable. Uh, That's thank you, Tim, because I, right. I I completely Tim, blew it. Voice of reason. I completely blew <laughs> it. Critic, it's not, it's not the same thing, but it's right. So I, I can I can see it's, it. It's, yeah, a, it's sure. a it's a it's a copycat industry, right? So something like yep. that is successful. So some studio says, "Don't we have a script for something?" Some idiots looking around and they pick up the script and they say, "Let's run with it." Okay. All right. So cool. So that was round one. That was okay. kind of the TV round. Uh, we will kind of bounce around, maybe do a movie, maybe do some music. <clears throat> but Jess, your next thing in No Shame November that is is maybe something that you do not tell everyone about. For which TVs? Yeah, sure. Or movies. Oh, okay. I'm like, which one are we doing? Are we doing TV or I'm like, uh, you can do movie, we, I, you can do music, whatever is next. Oh, on it can your be list. anything. Anything. Yeah. I'm sorry, you confused me. I thought we were doing movie, TV, and music. 
It's anything. What well, you can do, whatever's on your list. Because we have, I know I have, I have a, a movie. movie is next. And an album. I have another TV show is next, but also I have a, I have a music as I could throw in as an honorable mention. So whatever's on your list. Okay, so for movie, uh-huh. I thought I, I got, I, I, you just, you know what? I I'm excited you, I for this. Confused. I'm excited <laughs> for this. I, I'm excited for this movie entry. <laughs> okay, for this movie, my guilty pleasure. No shame. No shame, November. I mean, I have like a list of them here, so mm-hmm. now I have to pick out which one I really. <laughs> she is want really to building be. this up. Man. <laughs> I uh, I'm gonna have to go with Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. Really? Okay. Oh, that's that, yep. that is not a no shame November. That is actually Wait, what else on that list? Yeah, I was like, give us another uh, one. <laughs> <laughs> um, here's another one I have for you. Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. Okay, valid. Second one. <laughs> now, question. <It's> valid. <laughs> question. <laughs> when was the last time you watched it? Which one? Either of them, bogus journey, Bill and Ted. So, yeah. uh, Dirty Rotten Scoundrels, I watched a couple of years ago. But the thing is, like, so my brother and my sister and I, when we weren't fist fighting, we were all sleeping <laughs> in the in the same bed, cuddled up together, watching movies every night. Okay. And so, Dirty Rotten Scoundrels was one of those. It was like we always, for almost every night, one summer, we watched Dirty Rotten Scoundrels every night before we went to bed. Awesome. And then another time, like one year, we were watching Young Frankenstein every time, and oh, we, you know, every, we'd all like pile up together in one bed and watch a movie together um, but we I really love Dirty Rotten Scoundrels but we also my sister my brother and myself we loved Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey we thought it was so funny mm-hmm. and I barely remember the plot I remember the plot was like Bill and Ted ended up with clones for some reason so then they had to go to like hell or something mm-hmm. or remember the Grim Reaper shows up yep. so they were yep. tag team with the Grim Reaper to do something uh, I don't, I don't know but that movie was so funny to me and those weird little creatures that split into two and had big giant butts. And remember, I remember them being like, and we really like your awesome butts or something like that. <laughs> okay. And then I remember like death was the Grim Reaper's like, what about my butt? And I remember we thought that was so funny. When was, was the like, last oh time you saw Bill and Ted? I haven't seen it in like a million years. Okay. But if it came on TV right now, I'd sit here and watch <laughs> I, it. I heard they're trying to reboot it. They are. Yeah. Uh, oh, Reeves, I wish like, they wouldn't. Keanu Reeves, can, he, he has his point. Like he can do whatever he wants. Like he is right. fine. The other dude who nobody knows, nobody cares about. He is like he was in the Lost Boys, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But you know that's that he was, he was in Bill and Ted and Lost Boys, and that's it. He is the one calling Keanu, sending him an email, be like, "Hey, buddy, um, what about a reboot?" And and Keanu was like, "Yeah, sure." Like Keanu is such a nice person. Like anything you read about Keanu Reeves, the dude is a genuinely nice person. He seems like that. Yeah. You know that if his his buddy, his former <laughs> co-star, called and was like, "Hey man, I just need to make some some mortgage payments. I'm doing the crack uh, itch right now." Right. <laughs> you know, just like <laughs> you know, I'm sure he would. But at the same time, I dare you to watch those movies now and try and make it through in one sitting. They are a. I bet you I could. They're a rough watch. <laughs> Whoa! I mean, I it mean, is yeah. that that whole surfer tone that was around like. Watching it now, I'm like, okay, everything that we make fun of Keanu Reeves for is valid when you watch 30 minutes of any of those movies. <laughs> right. But to yeah. be clear, you like Bogus Journey more than you like Excellent Adventure. Yeah, that is interesting. I barely watch Excellent. I didn't really like Excellent Adventure, and I've seen it a couple of times, but I can't. that I can't sit through. I don't think it's good. Like Even when it came out, I didn't like it. But when Bogus Journey came out, for some reason, I thought it was so funny. Okay. I don't know. I think it was just almost like it was shot better. Like Maybe the budget was a little bit better, so it didn't look as cheap. But I don't know. I just remember them like, what were they playing? Checkers or something against somebody? It was so bad, but it was so good, and I loved it. Interesting. All right, so Bill and Ted slash 
Dirty Rotten Scandals, but let the record stay, we are discounting Dirty Rotten Scandals because that actually is a pretty yeah. solid movie. I, so, I, mess with I that love one. that movie. But Dirty like, Rotten Scandals was the first video that I personally ever purchased on VHS. Wow. Yes. Oh, yeah, I had the VHS. Tell us more, Grandpa. Well, you know, there was this thing called Betamax that they had around the same time. and um, Yeah, Betamax had the top loaders. The top loaders, yeah. 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 From what my grandpa told me. Anyway. <clears throat> you know. Uh, okay. So, Bill and Ted, I think, is a solid choice for No Shame No Memory because that is one where I have tried to watch it. And if somebody were to come in the room, I would pretend like I was not watching it. Oh, no, no. The, the, no, I was just flipping through. <laughs> so, I like it. All right, so Dam- okay. Damien. Um, and I hope Jessica and I can stay friends after I mention this one. Ooh. Oh, no. Um, Tension on the Curly Nerd podcast. <laughs> so my next pick, I will go with the entire Resident Evil series. Yes. Wow. Starring Mila what? Jovovich. Yes. Oh, so I love bad. it. I, oh, oh. It's so bad. I'm going to bail myself, I though. I just saying, how do they make so many of these movies? I love those movies. So There's been like bad. nine of them, and I've watched every single one. Yes. I've, I've seen every single one in theaters except for the last one. There are five. You've seen every one in theaters? Resident oh. Evil? No. There's like nine five. of them. There's a I bunch. I think there are... There's more than five. I will look it up, because you need to keep your look phone on airplane mode. <laughs> look. Yeah. Um, so... <clears throat> guilty pleasure I, I blame my wife for this because <laughs> yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. because right. she likes she likes B movies and I, I would have never seen the first one if it had not been for her mm-hmm. I think um, but five real quick before we get into that there's Resident Evil 2002 Resident Evil Apocalypse 2004 Extinction 2007 Afterlife 2010 Retribution 2012 oh, Final Chapter 2016 so there are six yeah thank okay. you all right, well, okay. And I have seen all Look of at them. John all proud of himself. Yeah. I, 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 I know there's more than five because one came out last I've seen, year. Yeah, I, I, I forgot about the one last year. And, yeah. you know, don't forget about Ultraviolet, which was an honorary resident. Ooh, evil. the hemophages. Yeah. I love Ultraviolet. Uh, I have it on Blu ray. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, God. It, it, is, it is. All right, guys, I'll talk to you later. It is purely <laughs> escapist. Yep. Uh,. It's ter- the the scripting what is terrible. Oh, uh, preach, my brother! It's I love based, Resident Evil. It's based on a video game that I couldn't finish because it was so glitchy. Oof! And those first ones were rough. Yeah, um, but it was just <laughs> unnecessarily gory in a lot of places, mm-hmm. and it's it's Mila Jovovich being completely unbelievable as Alice in the tightest of tight leather. Yeah. Good gravy you know one of i will say this though that girl looks good and yes she does Eve, i'm like man she aged well she, does. she looks really good still she does. Mm-hmm. jess does not think she's a good i don't know why though. her acting hasn't gotten better though <laughs> <laughs> because that role does not require her to act um no i mean her best role was in um fifth uh, element fifth element does her husband direct the movies is that, is that paul yeah well paul ws anderson directed them they were married i'm not sure if they still are yeah. um but yeah I'm sense. I'm with you, Damien. Absolutely, I love those movies. Yeah, yeah. It's it's the it's like a series of video game cutscenes. Mm-hmm. You know, Boris Kojo had a stellar performance in a couple Ooh, of them. Ooh, there you go. Ali Larder, stellar. He says. Ali Larder, <laughs> you know, has uh, you know some memorable moments. <laughs> Here is what I always wanted from the Resident Evil franchise. As somebody who played the games, like multiple games, yeah, I wanted at some point a character to be walking through and see bullets. And go to pick up the bullets and a character to say, do you want to pick up those bullets? And him to be like, yes. 
Because in the game, you'd come across bullets, mm-hmm. and you would have the option, do you yeah. want to pick up the bullets, yes or no? Yeah. In oh, what, to, like, reuse them. In what zombie apocalypse, you're like, nah, I'm, I'm good on those bullets, so. So I wanted somebody to say that. I wanted somebody to mention a green herb or a red herb at yeah. some yeah, point. Yeah, those herbs, yeah. So, yeah, um... They they are by no means Oscar contending movies, <laughs> no. but uh, by the time I got to the third, I was like, I gotta watch every yep. one that comes out because it's uh, you know it's just you're already invested. Uh, yeah, I'm already invested, man. Love yeah. it. Uh, so <laughs> Jess Jess is silenced. <laughs> she she's not very fond of Mila Jovovich as an actress. Uh, but quote, as, quote. I I think she's beautiful. Mm-hmm. But every time I see her in something, I'm like, this is just. What was that movie? The fourth kind? What was the yeah. movie? That Ooh, was yeah, yeah. Ooh, movie yeah. Or it was based on real that events. That movie made me mad. I was like, this is just not very good. And it could have been good. The thing I feel like is, how come she doesn't... Okay. Oh, here this we go. Like very <laughs> just random. Okay. This is just such as... I'm like reaching here. But in the first... Keisha Cole album was her real like kind of raw voice her second album was like oh she's had some vocal training I feel okay. and it got and it, her, she sounded better right I remember like l- noticing the difference mm-hmm. how come her acting doesn't get better I feel like wow. she, I'd want to get a proper acting coach she's just again, to, just to try Resident to Evil try. if you look at the other acting like, performances in Resident Evil there's there's literally no requirement you just have to yep. be literate you have to be and you have to be and to her credit for starting out as a model yeah, she is actually a pretty good physical actor. She is one of the well, greatest yeah, action. Oof, oh, action. Wow. Whoa, like Kate. Kate I, well, I enjoy Emily Blunt personally, but like Kate, Ooh, isn't Kate yes. Beckinsale in yeah. um, Underworld? Thank you, Underworld. Yeah, like, and, she's and yeah. The, the difference with Underworld though is when Kate Beckinsale goes to do a lot of stuff, she turns her back, which is an easy oh, way. And Damien and I, yeah. like as as I people who have you. been in yeah. around film, as soon as an actor turns her back, you're like. Cut. Stunt double. Yeah. Yep. Mila Jovovich, yep. a lot of it are wide shots. So that is impressive. The film franchise has made over a billion dollars. Yep. So she, She's one of the greatest action heroes in, okay, in, that, in, no, in, in modern me. film. No. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Moving uh, on. Yeah. All right. So, <laughs> Tim, round two. Wow. It's hard to top Damien's. Um, that was a good one. I like that one a lot. I uh, see how it was that bad. Those are bad movies, man. Yeah, they are. I, I um, love them. I enjoy bad. I enjoy <laughs> bad sci-fi. Yes, you do. I love bad sci-fi. Mm-hmm. So it's hard to just pick one. <laughs> True. So I, I I'm torn between uh, the puppet master, not the little evil dolls. Okay. But the alien abduction movie where like these aliens land. It's like a 1980s movie. It's, Wait, not the dolls. Not the dolls. It's called the puppet master. Yeah. Hold on. Yeah. Let me Google this. An, uh, to the Google later. <laughs> yeah, these aliens show up in like middle America and they're taking people's bodies over and these, they're trying to fight these aliens off. But my favorite is probably... That's, is that the one where they're like... That's not the one where they're like eating raw meat and stuff, right? No, I don't think so. Because there was an 80s one. I wonder what it... Because I thought it was... You're talking about V? I'm with you, Tim. No, not V, because V, they were eating rodents. Yeah. There was another 80s one where it was... Maybe it was Invasion of the Body Snatchers or something. I remember yeah, them eating I love like that. raw meat or something. It wasn't Chud something like no. that. No. Ooh, I remember Chad. My, my, my favorite go-to really bad sci-fi is The Darkest Hour. The Darkest with, Hour. With Emil Hirsch and these like these these energy aliens show up in Russia. They're like these Americans out there partying in Russia. These little energy aliens show up and they're trying to make their way to like a submarine so they can get back to America. It's ridiculous. I have no idea what, what movie that is. Well, you never seen the movie? You said no. It's because it's bad. You said Emil Hirsch, it. which means it was made not too long. Oh, yeah. Ago. It's Emil Hirsch and the one dude who played in uh, Suicide Squad who was like, 
The, the captain, the general I, dude. So, What's his real name? quick, I cannot find anything other than the puppet master with the little dolls. Are you sure it was puppet master? Yeah. But try, puppet master is with an S. I'm not mm-hmm. making this up. All right, let me see about this. I've watched the movie like a hundred times. <sighs> all right, all right. Oh, did you find it? Darkest this is hour. 1951 sci-fi novel. Hold on. It's like a 1980s movie or 1990s, early 80s or 90s movie. Puppet like, Masters film. Yes. 1994. 94. Science fiction film directed yes. by Ted Elliott. David. So oh, David S. Goyer. So ridiculous. From Blade. Oh, it was based on our Heinlein novel, which ties into something else that you might hear on the Curly Nerd podcast. Uh, okay. Interesting. And who's in it? Uh, what's his name? The old guy. No, the, <laughs> the old guy. He's super old. Oh, Donald Sutherland? Donald Sutherland. Mm. Donald Sutherland's in it. He's like the main guy. Never heard yep. of it. Nope. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So both of your movies, none of us have any idea what any of them are. <laughs> yes. They're both. They're both <laughs> yeah, really. I'm like what? They're both really bad sci-fi though. So no enjoy need to them. They, they are. They're rated. That one is rated pretty low. That uh, the darkest hour one is rated pretty low, even on IMDb. It's I'm like, <laughs> ooh, and IMDb says I have the higher. It's rating. pretty like, terrible. Four I, point something. IMDb ooh, is is, is generous, but a four four on there is is struggle. I remember I didn't go to the screening because someone warned me. It was like, do not go screen this movie. Wow. So then I was like, okay. Then I was like, I gotta, I have to watch it. So I went in the theater and watched it. And I was <laughs> like, this was a waste of my so time. Wait, what was the name of that but one? But now I just keep watching because it shows up hour. on cable. And not The Darkest Hour, the new one that no. came out but you with like Winston it. Churchill. <laughs> no, not that. Yeah, I just enjoy it. Mm. I go through these weird stages of like insomnia. So I just am up watching the worst movies possible. Mm. That's one of my favorites. And another one is like this horror movie where it's like a fake... Um, a fake like uh, TV show where they're, they're like chasing down like haunted houses and stuff, but they end up in the school and it's haunted <laughs> and it's ridiculous. Like, okay, so it, has, it has two really, really amazing scenes. One is where they're in this cafeteria and they realize they're trying to get out, so they keep going through these doors mm-hmm. and they're just it's just exit door after exit door and they end up back in the cafeteria and they're like, How do we what movie is this? Ah, I forgot the name of it. I need to find the name of it because it's really yeah, crazy. I have no idea. Okay. And, okay. and another scene with it they're having all this you know the scene in this horror movie where everyone's squabbling about what they're doing what's happening and the girl says you guys listen it's been nighttime for like 12 hours like <laughs> something it, is wrong something is wrong here yeah and I was like oh yeah it has been dark for 12 hours for these guys it's a fun movie interesting alright yeah those so, so those movies that none of us have any idea no so seen. there is no shame on that because yeah. they, you'll I... watch them and then shame me later okay, in text in the text messages <laughs> that, I'm sure that is very true uh, okay, so my movie, No Shame November, 1997. I remember going to the theater uh, with my dad. It was memorable also not just to go to the theater, but that was the first time I saw a Dodge Viper in real life. This is 1997. Mm. It was a Dodge Viper RT10. That was the car that like I was dreaming about. I had a model of it. I probably still have a model I I somewhere. This movie uh, doesn't star Nicolas Cage, does it? It does not. Okay. This movie stars Michael Jai White. It is Spawn from yeah. 1997. Oh, oh yeah. Spawn. Now, Funny. Now this movie, yeah. Interesting. This okay. movie. John Leguizamo. John Leguizamo. Yeah. Martin Sheen. Michael Jai White. This is a movie where, in 1997, <laughs> Industrial Light and Magic, which is George, at that point, George Lucas, like that was his company. CGI um, was just kind of being invented. Oh, yeah, you can in, tell. In 1997. Uh, the movie is about, of course, Al Simmons, former special operative, who then gets killed, goes to hell, comes back as a hell spawn. Mm-hmm. This movie, first of all, it is on Netflix. 
Watch it right now. I recommend that. Or, or do you rec- are you or recommending this movie? I'm, I'm recommending people watch it. It's too much to kill him. This was my first exposure to Michael Jai White as a huge action buff, action movie buff growing up. Yeah. This is the first time I had saw, saw him, and I was like, whoa, not only is this a great action star, my dad took me to see this. This was rated R, and I was not yet old enough to see a rated R movie. But my dad was like, this is a movie with an African-American superhero. We're going to see this movie. So we saw it. It was based on a comic book of the same name that I had known about. Without this movie, without Spawn in 1997, we would not have the Marvel Cinematic Universe. There were two movies that came out of the 90s that actually mattered for comic book movies. Spawn and Blade Blade. in 1998. Both starring African-American leads from African-American-centric comic books that being said, I have watched this movie dozens of times. Wow. Dozens. dozens? I've watched it once of times. Oh, man. I've seen it maybe twice. <laughs> dozens of uh, times. Wh- what makes you watch it over and over again? Because, A, it, re- it is nostalgia. It reminds... I know exactly what theater we went to, where we were, where we saw that Dodge Viper RT-10. It was blue with white, ra- white racing stripes down the middle. It was an incredible night. Uh, Incredible besides the movie. The movie, okay. His costume in 1997 Spawn is better than some costumes we see today. Flat out. Talking about Steppenwolf? I mean... You know what? That doesn't count. I mean... Let it it go. (laughs) But it it really is something where like, you watch Spawn 1997, yes, his cape is ridiculous. The CGI, they were like... We literally just learned how to make this type of thing in the real world. At least all it was was a cape. They tried. But you actually look at his physical costume and the makeup effects that they did. That costume is solid. And it is screen accurate and comic book accurate to what it was. They still, in how many X-Men movies, have yet to do accurate comic book costumes. I don't trust Fox. Exactly. Yeah. So this, the fact that they nailed it with the costume... The storyline they nailed from the comic books. Watching it now is a little bit rough. Full disclosure. John Leguizamo as the clown slash vindicator. Spoiler uh, alert for movie 1997. Uh, go. It is on Netflix. It will take you 90 minutes to watch this movie. No shame. I love this movie. Mm. <laughs> and that is if, a weird choice. And if you have not gouged your eyes out, uh, <laughs> yeah. purify yourself by watching the HBO animated series. Okay, yes. On. Absolutely. Yeah, which is a lot better. It was a lot better. The live action... Okay, the scenes with Malbolgia in Hell... Oh. oh. <laughs> were... You don't say. Were awful. I know <laughs> that. Don't say. I know they were. But at the same time, like, for doing a comic book accurate African-American character... They're going to do you know, this movie again. Yeah. So who are you casting as? They are doing this again, actually. Yeah. So um, Todd McFarlane is working with Bloomhouse. And Bloomhouse is crushing it when it comes to horror, low-budget horror films. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kevin Smith is working on a Sam and Twitch uh, I'm here for project. That. Absolutely, I'm here for that. Is it a Halloween you, project? They're rebooting Halloween? <clears throat> no, they're doing actually... They're, like, he is working on a Sam and Twitch. No, they're rebooting Halloween. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah Bloomhouse yeah. is. Yeah, sorry. So, as far as the new Spawn movie, Todd McFarlane has said... He is not looking for a big budget movie. He wants a low budget horror film, which is what Spawn the comic book was. Yeah. It honestly does not matter who you cast. Who are you casting in it? I mean, it is tough because like a young black actor who could do the role, but also who could be scary. Uh, Maybe uh, who is the dude from uh, Power? 
Um, Omari. No, he's like no. five foot two. No, no. Wow. No, wow. No, 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 no. Absolutely. <laughs> with the black this, girl this might no. sound. This might sound crazy. I would probably no. do uh, Ray Fisher. That's yes. not bad. Okay. Yeah. Who's Ray, Ray Fisher? Fisher? The guy Cyborg. 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 Oh, Cyborg. Oh yeah, he'd yeah. be nice. Yeah. He. I mean, because again, like he wants to make a horror film, not a comic book movie. So somebody like a Ray I mean, Fisher who is not too well known. I've, I think it would work. Absolutely. Ooh, I like I'm writing that down. Gonna hit up Todd I mean, McFarlane later. I I mean when I think of it, I think of what's the um hold on, what's his name? <laughs> oh. I feel like he would like if he works out. Uh Daniel, how do you say his last name? Kaluuya. Oh, Kaluuya from Get Out. From, from Get Out. From Get Out. Like to me, if I think of like an intimidating yeah, he, because he was like he he kind of like innocent yeah. and sweet, yeah. right? And get out. But I I would imagine him looking intimidating. Yeah, the, you know the, what I'm saying? The like, other thing about he works out. Yeah. Huh? The other yeah. thing about the the character though is that the, the Spawn character in the book has a military background. Yeah, exactly. So I think Ray Fisher doesn't he wasn't he have a military background in in uh, Black Mirror. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he was riding a bike in a basement. I, I, think, I think Ray Fisher has more of that look than yeah, than, sure. uh, than Daniel Get Out. I'm just kidding. But I, uh, I lo- okay, so I wrote it down. Get out. I'm going to I'm going to tag both so Ray Fisher. I'm going to tag Ray Fisher and Todd McFarlane and start some fan casting. Uh, hashtag Ray Fisher for Spawn for Al okay. Simmons. I'm here for it. So this movie it was just crazy, and it also in 1997. Two months before Spawn came out, Spawn came out in like August. We had Batman versus, or not Batman versus Robin, Batman and Robin. Mm. So to go from crazy, colorful, ridiculous comic book to like a hard, gritty comic book movie. Nipples on the costumes. Okay, people keep talking about that. Look at 1989's Batman with Michael Keaton. He had nipples too. The only reason it it gets brought up is because George Clooney was was a terrible movie. It was a terrible movie. But so did Michael Keaton. Uh, so yeah, Spawn, nineteen eighty seven. I love that movie. Since it dropped on Netflix a couple months ago, I definitely have watched it more than once. Wow, <laughs> it, it, I love it. Ugh. I love that movie. Okay, so <laughs> Damien's disgusted. <laughs> Jess, so for your third one, and this again, if it was music, if it is TV show, whatever you want to do, go for it. All right, it's going to be music. Okay, music. I like it. And this is my guilty pleasure. Now, you all know that I fancy myself as a bit of a millennial, and I do listen to <laughs> the little little pumps little and Uzi the verts. little Uzi verts and mm. the young gentlemen. Ray and Schmurder. I do know some of the, the new dances that the children are doing. Oh. I have try to teach my niece my next dance i'm a teacher is that sassy little shoulder dance oh no wow you're gonna be doing that teaching all of that in your brother's face (laughs) oh yeah just just hit her with the old school just lean back the fat joe no all you have to do is just lean back like you are a big dude in a club for overweight lean back yeah no yeah um so yeah you know i listen to young people music i like to listen to the new stuff but my guilty pleasure and I listen to it anytime I plan on if I'm going out at night like if I have to like shower get ready to go out at night because I don't do it in the morning I do it at night okay and I have this little like speaker in my bathroom and I had because in the morning like this is you know whatever extra information in the morning I do listen to NPR in the morning because I need to hear what's going on in the Nerd. world right? so at, then at <laughs> night I put on my Pandora station mm-hmm. the Michael McDonald station because it plays Michael McDonald I'm a, Holland Oats, I'm a fan. Fleetwood oh, Mac, Holland. Okay. Shaka okay. Khan. 
Patty LaBelle, <laughs> Anita Baker, Sade, occasionally Stevie Wonder, Ooh. Whitney Houston, well, hold on. Michael McDonald. <laughs> the Michael McDonald station on Pandora is litty. That is my jam. I put that on. I'm in the shower singing on my own. I'm singing Never Too Much, Ooh. like jamming Never out, putting my makeup on. Mm-hmm. They are playing the jams. When I hear Sarah smile, <laughs> oh, here comes the Snapchat. I put a Snapchat out to sing Sarah smile. I listen mm-hmm. to my homegirl. I love Michael Madonna Radio. Judge me. I don't care. So, real quick, before before we continue, as soon as Jess said Sade, Damien kind of glossed over real quick. We kind of lost him for a few seconds. Uh, yeah, um, uh, I'm back. I'm back. So, what, Jessica, have you heard the Michael McDonald sings Motown? Yes, but I don't really care for it too much because he sings Heard It Through the Grapevine and his all... So, like, yeah, because the Motown does come on there and I tend to, like, thumbs down those songs, okay. honestly. Every time I... So, I'm I like, wouldn't... No, I wouldn't say no, that... No, no, no. It's not really a lot to be ashamed about that. Yeah, I mean, Rock, Rock that's Rock. all good music. It mm-hmm. just means that you are now your parents. Yep. That's all it 100%. means. 100%. I am. Because, I mean, I was like a little kid when those songs were out. And, you know, my yeah. mom used to... Funny thing is, my mom is a very... She listened to, like, the young people music, too. Like, she had, she was the one who bought, back in, what, 97, Aaliyah's CD, you know, when that came out. Like, my million? mom like, wouldn't listen to million. new music. Yeah. And she still listens to new music, but my mom still likes the most random music. She would clean the house listening to the best of like the Roger Hammerstein okay. or yep. Andrew Lloyd Webber. But then she listened to Al Jarreau or she listened to Tracy Chapman, but then it'd be Anita Baker and then it would be Stevie Wonder. So my mom always, and it kind of rubbed off on my sister and I. So we listened to this wide variety of music. And I mean, Michael McDonald is like, I don't know what, but it's all of those songs that are like jams. Like when they come on, you're like, oh, Oh, this is a jam. Oh, oh, I love this song. Takes me back. I think that also just speaks to um, some some mixed kid issues that uh, you and I have, where there were very there were very uh, distinct musical differences in my household growing up. Oh, for sure. We would take. Oh, for sure. But you know, my dad listened to. You know, my dad plays saxophone, and oh. my dad is white. But my dad like Bill Clinton over there. Jazz. My dad. Li- my dad likes jazz music. So like my dad. He wasn't, no, he plays his saxophone and listens to that music, but my mom was like, I'm not even kidding you, I can sing Roger and Hammerstein, mm-hmm. Cinderella, every single song. Yeah. I can sing Jesus Christ music, move, uh, what Jesus Christ Superstar. Superstar. Jesus Christ Superstar. Who in the world do you but think you again, are? But then again, I can sing my Anita Baker. <laughs> yeah. You mm-hmm. know? Sounds like my household growing up. Yeah. So, it's the same thing, like, we would do a lot of road trips growing up when my mom would be driving, it would be... The Fleetwood Mac, the Simon and Garfunkel, mm. Paul Simon, like it would be all of that. Dad would be more Temptations, you know, so it was that dichotomy. Uh, but yeah, yeah, musicals, yeah. If you put on the Pandora Station, like Broadway musicals, mm. yeah. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to be <laughs> rocking you. that. <laughs> rocking? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Andrew Lloyd Webber, come on. Wow. Put on. You know what's funny though is my mom is black. Mm-hmm. She is a black woman, and she did. My aunt Sandy was the one who liked all of that like Motown, Earth, Wind, and Fire stuff. So nice. my mom didn't really care for that. She was like, Sandy used to wear the grooves out of records playing that music. I can't stand the spinners and the platters and whatever. Ooh, my yeah. mom didn't like that. Gladys my mom did not pips. like that. My mm-hmm. mom liked more pop music. Yep. You know, she liked pop and then just random. Yeah, things. my she mom liked. was heavy so into into stuff. Euro pop stuff. Mm. So I grew up wow. on like. 
the Pesh mode and Smiths and Excess yeah. and like yeah. Morrissey. And yeah, yeah. Okay. That's what. So my yeah. love, I'll be in a department store and like, oh, that's the Smiths. My friends are like, what? <laughs> right. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Nice. <laughs> okay. Nice. Nice. But yeah, that's my guilty pleasure. I listen to it often. You're now listening to Washed often. FM. <laughs> DJ, Wool- DJ Woolite. <laughs> Coming yeah. up next, my four hours of Michael McDonald in the shower. Uh, nice. I like it. All right, Damien. So your next choice is it music because Damien, again, full disclosure, ill-mannered media. Damien is a hip-hop pioneer. What is it? As, 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 Dam- as Jess likes to say, the, the hippity hop <laughs> <gasps> the hippity hoppity music. Yes. Uh, Damien has been in the hip hop game for a long time, uh, producing records, being yeah. on records, traveling the world with hip hop. Yeah. So with music, yeah. we might not have a guilty pleasure or no shame November because he listened to some good stuff. I listened to some good stuff and some bad stuff, but I, I'm okay. not, I'm not going to really focus on music. Okay. Um, so what is your next no shame November? My next no shame November is a uh, it's a is a godlike entity. Mm. Um, Someone who should be revered among all. He is a pioneer oh boy. of multi-platform entertainment. This is a lot of build-up. Um, and you all will know when I mention his name. Um, and that is Pee Wee Herman. Yeah. Any, anything. Oh, sorry, the recording just stopped. Oops. <laughs> yes. Any, <laughs> Pee Wee Herman, yeah. Pee Wee Herman is... I see you, Damien. Thank you. Pee Wee Herman is the it's premier entertainer oh, oh. of yes. a generation. No. Yes. No. From Pee Wee's yes. Playhouse, actually from before Pee Wee's Playhouse too. The, the little, so mad right now. The little bits that he yes. used to do on like SNL or whatever it was Ugh. to Pee Wee's Playhouse to Big Pee Wee's Big Adventure, Big Top Pee Wee, Big Top Pee Wee, the thing that came on Netflix, uh, the comedy specials, everything Pee Wee Herman. I am about that life. I'm just going to keep drinking. If, if and when it comes on TV, I will stop everything that I'm doing and watch Pee Wee Herman. Before my, yes. before my voice changed yes. in adolescence, I did a spot on Pee Wee Herman impersonation. Spot on. Mm. Um, this is why we're friends. David. Thank you. Thank you, friends. Jess. That's, that's what I'm talking respect. about. Respect. Respect. Thank you. He is... Just leaning away, away from the mic. Still One drinking. of the most unique and funniest characters he is infectiously funny okay. and he is an undeniable force thank I you agreed he's right he's I, right no. I, I am broken <laughs> you, over here nope he's right <laughs> you, you guys hard. go ahead and uh, continue with the podcast I'm just gonna keep drinking <laughs> yeah um, so that's I mean but no sh- but I he's used to catch icon. I used to catch so much flack for liking Pee Wee Herman cause you know I'm from I'm from the hood sunny side sunny side Houston Texas and you know it, it uh, people couldn't understand why I was walking around going, I, I, I kill me. I still cannot understand it, but go ahead. Do it. Right. You know, like, <laughs> but in, in, the, in the moment, like in, okay, as it was yes. happening, it was, it was sort of impossible to avoid. Yeah. No, it was just, again, I, I disagree with that only because, and we have talked about this on previous episodes. I never grew up with it. And so it was, it was easily avoidable because I watched one or two episodes and I was like, this it came is on Saturday morning. Yes. You didn't watch Saturday yeah. morning cartoons? I did. It came on Saturday morning. I watched cartoons, After not an cartoons. old man pretending to be a young man in a world that does yeah, not exist. You're exi- tripping, sir. Nope. You are wild. Uh-uh. It's like G.I. <laughs> Joe. This is going to jump to the screen. <laughs> Transformers. Then it would be like that Saturday, the Littles or yeah. whatever. And then it would be Pee Wee's Playhouse. How did you not watch nope. that? I watch it with my dad. Yes. Every, my dad, nope. my dad, who was a grown man, was rolling. That show was fun. 
I have not wild, not sir. even joking. <laughs> <laughs> wild. Not even joking. I have zero memories from childhood from it. Wow. Nothing. Nothing connects with me. Nothing. Did you hit your head at some point? I mean, or, you, or just blocked it out because it was a dumb show. Oh, watch it. Words say. hurt. Josh. I just, I, I have no connection to this. Again, I watched it as an adult. It just, it was just weird. It, the, his world does not make sense. How is he a forty-year-old man? It's a fantasy. But again, not a, okay. But if it was he just forty, I thought he was in his twenties. Mm, Paul Rubens, I don't know. Uh, no, he, he's actually probably old, but the character yeah. itself wasn't supposed to. Okay, be 40. so even if he was in his twenties and he was acting like a child, his neighbor who's like, "My dad said I could have anything, and I want your bike." How okay? So that guy who's also thirty-five years old is also eight years old. The world makes no sense. How is sense. he any different than SpongeBob SquarePants? Yeah, or, 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 SpongeBob, or any comic watched. book you've ever read. Yeah, but okay. the world is just ridiculous. Disagree. SpongeBob. <laughs> <laughs> SpongeBob. I would watch with like my nephews and nieces. It was funny. Like that was a show where. Oh wait, SpongeBob's funny, but Pee Wee's not. Yeah, because SpongeBob. They're the exact same person. <laughs> the exact same. It's exactly. They're the exact same person. And then maybe it is seeing in real life a live action adult act like that in a world that also recognizes that he acts like a child but is also an adult this is so weird coming from you because you're someone who clearly has said on this podcast how much you're in the theater and musical theater uh and how much of an imagination you need to have to be Uh into that and yet a show about someone's (laughs) pure imagination you don't understand nope it completely missed. What? It completely How missed is that me. even? It was possible? one of the most creative and imaginative shows ever on television. Absolutely. Who could come up with something? John like that? is so mad. You're it's okay. Right so, now. I know. I know. <laughs> so John is so. He mad. basically okay. Captain Kangaroo. Who remembers that? Raise your hand. Yes. Yeah. I remember okay. That. I do. Okay. All of us yeah. remember Captain Kangaroo. The jokes that he did in that were similar to the jokes that they would do in Pee Wee. So it was not original. Oh, the only thing is, like, he had a talking chair, couch, whatever it was. Cherry. Cherry. Yes, Cherry. Cherry, the talking chair. So dumb. Cowboy Bill. Randy, Cowboy Bill, yeah. Missy Vaughn. So there were shades Larry, of pedophilia Larry, Larry in there. Fishburne. Yeah. yeah um, shades. Uh, it's probably a lot more problematic now. Okay, okay thank you. So okay, now. Watching it as an adult, because I never, I do not have memories of You know what else is problematic? Teen Wolf. If you watch Teen Wolf now, it's pretty prob- it's pretty problematic. Teen Wolf is awesome. True. Back to the Future, uh, but it is like Back to the Future. That relationship with Doc Brown is a little like, why are you hanging out with a kid? Yeah, I, I, again, <laughs> why are you hanging out again with, with, with Pee Wee? <laughs> and I, I will wrap <laughs> I will wrap it up with this. <laughs> I think I, I think are you the, hanging out with a kid. Why have I never thought of that before? That is weird. <laughs> I think the, Doc Brown has grown. Yeah, yeah, I think the big difference with Pee Wee <laughs> is all three of you. I'm pointing at all of them. Yes, grew up with it. I did not. And so watching it as an adult that separates that cognitive dissonance is just e- listen, I, e- I cannot do it. Okay. Even if you didn't grow up with it. <laughs> right. The fact that you don't understand the brilliance of it is what is blowing our minds. Whether you brilliance? grew up with it or not. No. Yes. <laughs> nope. Uh-huh. 100%. Oh, and not, I'm not even a hardcore fan like Jessica and Damien are, but I I, I can I recognize it. You got to you got to throw your whole childhood away. Yeah, I recognize man. it. You just got to throw your whole <laughs> You got to throw your whole childhood. I, I don't watch every episode of South Park, but I recognize how smart the show is. Yeah. Oh, uh, nope. What? South, South, no, no, no. What? South Park. Wait, he, is he sh- no, no, no. I'm, I'm, South Park right no, now? No, no. I'm saying South Park is genius. Oh, I'm okay. like, I don't, but, I don't hop a flight as we can fight. <laughs> but my, my point is, right, I don't have to enjoy a show to recognize the brilliance in it. And the, and the, the quote unquote it. brilliance it's a brilliant of Pee Wee Herman is 100% lost on me. Okay. 
watch his watch his last HBO special. I, yes, I have zero desire. I after watching Pee Wee's what what did I have to watch? Pee Wee's Big Playhouse. Pee Wee's Playhouse Adventure. Pee-wee's Big Adventure, the, Whatever, first, that one. the first movie. Which, by the way, is the movie that I still have seen the most of any other movie in my life. Yeah. I've seen it... Yeah, I mean, I've seen that at least 30 I've times. I've seen it through completion at least 40 times. Yeah, from yeah, start to finish. From start, I can quote it from, from beginning From start to yeah. finish. Not even including, like, the partials from at least 40 from times. From start to finish, Yes, I literally just watched it, whatever it was, two months yeah. ago, and we did the two later worth the wait. Yeah. And I do not plan on ever watching anything Bebe Herman related again. You know, there's there's room for you to grow. You can you can grow into it. Yeah, uh, he can grow into those damn pants, the high waters. Consider this a starting point. All right, that's enough. Okay, <laughs> Pee Wee's right. awesome. You are suspect. Um, anyways, good job, Damien. Thank good you. choice. Thank I you. applaud you. Moving right along <laughs> to <laughs> to Tim's round three choice okay. for no shame. It's November. probably not shame because I think most of you guys are agree mostly but what i will say it better not uh, be two movies that none of us have no, any idea what they it's are it's probably one of my favorite albums like all Ooh, time okay is rihanna's anti-album wow from 2016 yes wow yes i listen to it at the gym i listen to it to and from work I listen to it at work and, wow. okay and any it's it's like an all occasions album for fresh me. off the runway huh yeah yeah fresh yeah. okay yeah <laughs> better have my money huh that, that was her. That was her latest album, yeah. 2016. When you when you first were saying that, I was like, I thought that was one of the early ones because "Music of the Sun" Rihanna, very different from "Anti." Oh, you didn't believe it. Yeah. That was like long hair. That's Robin weave, Fenty, like fresh from yeah. Barbados. Yeah, <laughs> right. Sure. Like "Music of the Sun," I put on that album. We just want to feel good about life and yourself, and you're just like, you know, you're just Do dancing, you? just cleaning the kitchen. "Anti," you're like. Oh shoot! Like, should I be naked right now? What is yeah. happening? <laughs> like, yeah, it's a great album. I think that I, I'm gonna agree with Tim though. I think that Anti might be the most real, like Rihanna album. Yes. Like, mm. I remember when she did. What's the song where she's like, oh, "I don't want to do this anymore." Yeah, oh, yeah. horrible song. I yeah, remember my best friend was like, "Who told Rihanna she could sing ballads?" Right. Like, I like. <laughs> she's not really Anti singing. No. Yeah, you, she's like being herself, whereas all the other ones were clearly like Umbrella. Mm-hmm. A lot of those songs, especially if Sia's writing them, Sia can sing. Yes. Rihanna is beautiful. Yes. Rihanna can't sing, y'all. Nope, like, nope. <laughs> she's, she sings almost like a little kid who kind of knows how to sing. Here. It's like a real immature sounding voice. Yeah. So Tim is like, well, I'm with you on that, Tim. Uh, is, I don't know if that's a shame. Just, that no, well, no, just, no, just, to, just to pile on Tim's uh, opinion, though. <laughs> Um, get him. That's a good album. No, 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 no. <laughs> Just to make it more shameful, I think I like more of Rihanna's catalog better than I do Beyonce's. Whoa. Yeah. Well, you know. Whoa. Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, and Jess just took off her headset. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and has quit the podcast. Wow. Aren't, aren't, um, you, aren't you from Houston? What's going on? H-Town. You know okay, what I'm now, now, first of all, Damien was wrong with you. That don't make no kind of sense. Rihanna can't sing. She hasn't. I mean, I like and more she of cannot her music. dance. The thing is, when you what? watch, I mean, but what? And she can't dance. But what no. other like songs has she done? Umbrella. Mm-hmm. And what else? I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I'm not King I'm bed. I'm not going to uh, go down this road. Tim, help me out here. What's okay, he talking so, about? So first of all, <laughs> I don't know. First of all, to, to pile on Damien because that is ridiculous. So watch Rihanna's old videos. No. And whenever she would start to dance, they would give her five seconds, and then they would pan to some. Oh, other, oh, Rihanna can't dance. Oh yeah, and then they would pan to some other dancers, yeah. and they would be like, "Yeah, you know, ponder replay." You watch Rihanna now, and they stay on her for like twenty seconds, and they're like, "Nope, Rihanna cut, can't dance. bring it in yeah, somebody Rihanna else." Can't yeah. dance. 
So I'm she just, cannot I'm just, dance. I'm just talking about music. I'm not talking about performance. Okay, but she's a good live what? performer. But her songs though. aren't you even have, that like. Oh, you have lost your mind, Damien. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> Damien has a point because Whoop. a lot of Beyonce does have this. A lot of her songs have to grow on you. Okay. With the, the exception of the last two albums, but all of the rest of them, the songs have to grow on you. I think that Rihanna's songs don't have to grow on you. I think right away you're like, oh, this is kind of nice, you know? Yeah. But okay, so no, hold on to him, Tim, Tim, Tim. Okay, so, so, so this, you, this is Tim's choice. So what's your favorite song on the album? Uh, I don't know. Let me pull up the, uh, the track. I don't know list. if I have a fit. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Come on, Tim. Uh, you don't have a favorite. What's the one song that comes on and you are doing your best not to sing along in public? Better, oh, better work, have money. work with Drake? No. Oh. No. Oh. Um, <laughs> it's not work. That's a future classic. Come on, man. I mean, no, it's not work. Yeah. Gosh, I don't know. Consideration. That was with SZA. No. I love that song. That, that was a great oh, song. Oh, I love that song. That was song. a great song. Yo. Kiss It Better. SZA is hard. Um, but like when, when Rihanna switched from again... Music of the Sun, like fresh off the boat from Barbados. <laughs> to then she did like S and M, and it was like, whoa, like whoa, wait a minute, yeah. like yeah. Uh, that was again that that part where I would be listening to like the Rihanna Pandora station or just her catalog. That transition, where it was not just the fun love and island girl, it was like, no, she is down to get down. Yeah. The, the Chris Brown I still, era, of but Rihanna. Tim, I still don't. T- you haven't. Wh- why do you like this album? <laughs> I don't I mean, know. I, I need more. I, I need more detail. I don't, I don't know. Like, like I, that, this is that to me. That is this is the most random. What's the other so track? List? Rando. Like this is. I'm actually. It's kind of <laughs> shocking. That album is hard. It was produced well. I mean, it's a good album, but yes. I'm like Tim. Really? That's, it just. It's, a, it's an general? album that I, rem- I remember most of my women friends loving it. And being oh. like, oh, that's the thing that women like. There we and, go. And, and, mm. then, and then never really we have listened. solved there the we puzzle. Go. No, no, but, <laughs> but but I mean, like, like in, in conversation, like none of my homeboys was talking about it. And so I would hope not. Mm. And so I was like, well, let me give this a listen. And I realized, like, oh, it's like like Damien said, it's a well produced album. And kind of like what you said earlier, it feels more like Rihanna. Like it felt like okay. she's not trying to sing too hard. The songs True. are catchy. Right. Uh, they're she, well written enough. She's given up on singing, yeah. pretty much. Which is just, it's just an album that sort of just flows. And I, again, I think it's good for all occasions. Play to your strengths. Yep. She knows she cannot dance well. She knows she yeah. is not a great singer. Yep. But right. she can do a hook. She can dance enough to keep people interested. She is gorgeous, even mm-hmm. without makeup. Like when you like some of the recent pictures when she just became thickums all of a sudden. Um, You're so stupid. I I am I'm on, on, I'm here I'm for on board. I am yes, so on board. Uh, so okay. So yeah. Interesting. All right, Tim. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm I'm yeah. That's... All right. New side of you. <laughs> New side of you. <laughs> so all right. Uh, so that that comes down to me. So I have two things. I could either talk about. I might I might throw one into honorable mentions. But since we are doing okay. music, this is not this is not an album. Okay. This is a song. Oh no. A particular song. Uh, let me see if I even have it queued up at the right time, oh, which, I, which I might not. This is who the dogs out. Uh, no, ew, gross. Oh, I was about to go home. <laughs> ew, gross. Uh, this is a song from a soundtrack, from a movie soundtrack. Okay. The movie came out in 2001. Uh, I want to say 2001, 2002. Uh, I'm just going to try and play a sample of it. If I queued up to the right part of YouTube, I might not have. Uh, we'll see. <clears throat> All right, here we go. I don't even oh. know you right now. What what is it? 
oh. save us. This is oh. Hero by <laughs> My disgusting. God. Look at Wait, hold on. <laughs> before you, before you, you are ruining the music. So hold on. How about we be quiet so people can listen? Turn it off. Yeah, you. Yes. What are you doing? Turn it off. Okay, Damien's so the salt. <laughs> it's considered an assault. Okay, what's that? Like, what's the, the song? That was the spider, like the, the Spider-Man soundtrack, the first Tobey Maguire movie when he only looked thirty-five, not forty-two, in the later ones. The song is "Hero" by Nickelback, featuring Spit. Uh, yeah, we um, know who is by. <laughs> we know who is by, man. <laughs> This you, song, I never pictures a Nickelback fan. Oh, I am not. But this song, <laughs> when it sure. came, keep, keep in mind, 2001, Ooh. we had not seen a comic book movie in a while. Oh, don't give us a yeah, corny don't. background story. That's trash. I don't even want. What do you mean? We, we had X Men like no, two years before that. Yeah. Background like, story. No. Like this horrible yeah. song. Didn't X Men come out in 2000? Yeah. Song terrible. We had X Men right shame, before that. Shame, shame, no shame, shame. <laughs> no shame. November, shame. Boom! <laughs> I'm gonna get you a Nickelback T-shirt. That's Nickelback's oh greatest hits for oh, Christmas. Oh, he actually had to play it for us. Oh. We didn't need to hear it. Sam. I think you we did. Knew what it was? No. I think you did. Oh, you had to say it was Nickelback. Would be like, all right, okay. Nickelback cool. featuring Spit. <laughs> Um, you know what the, the part that I'm most offended about is that he's had that song queued up I for know. like the last two hours ready to play it on his, uh, on his little laptop like ah wait uh, why okay, no, go ahead go so ahead. that song for real though John some things you gotta keep to yourself okay yeah. so no, no shame sh- no shame no shame so with the first trailer starting out coming out for Spider-Man okay. Spider-Man looked completely different than anything we'd ever seen before agreed yeah. Okay. Agree. Yeah. So still not a when that song came no on. Excuse, though. So I see the movie opening weekend. Of course. Yeah. They had one of the motion posters. That was one of the first times they did a motion poster. Mm-hmm. Went to the theater. the The movie ends when that song starts, and he swings through New York City. It works. It absolutely try and watch the. Okay, the first Spider Man has a bunch of issues. Yes, but when you get to that ending and you see him swinging. I'm not a Nickelback fan. I will go. The, I will go on record. But this song in this time, when it came out, it worked. And this song is yeah. still one where if I hear it, <laughs> <laughs> if I hear this song, I know all the lyrics. It works. That's no it's excuse. Still, it's, it reminds me of 2001. That's no excuse. Of Spider-Man. That's no excuse. Because you it know, works. you know what other trailer has a really good song that works. Okay, Battle me. for Los Angeles. It's a terrible movie. But the, tra- the trailer and the song, the trailer, oh, yeah, I remember it, that, yeah. the trailer is fire. The movie right. is terrible. The trailer is, again. This yeah. song is great. The movie and the way it tied in together is what makes it makes me feel good. It makes me feel like it. It was an innocent time in our lives. Two thousand one. What is it? Uh, yeah. The video incorporated scenes from the movie have with four year old Tobey Maguire. How many Nickelback concerts have you been to? Uh, absolutely none. <laughs> How many? Okay, better. How many more Nickelback songs do I even know? Uh, I, now, now, now I don't know. I, I don't know, know one. If you'd oh, asked me see? ten minutes ago, I'd have said none. But now, now I have questions. I feel like you're about to make me stand up for the anthem, man. Yeah, <laughs> no, right? I make a stand. Wow. So Hero, Nickelback Ooh. featuring Spit from the official Spider-Man soundtrack. <laughs> 
It's incredible. Is is my yeah. my music choice for I, No Shame November? <laughs> I don't have anything to follow that one. No, nah, that's right. I don't. I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh. So, so I I do have an honorable mention. If anybody else has it's an honorable Nickelback mention, song? no, it is not another Nickelback song. <laughs> the other Nickelback song. No. The Creed. Was it no. Oh. Uh, it, although I was going. Oh, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> See, I was <laughs> I was going to a private Jesuit school when Creed first hit big. Everybody was listening to Creed. It was stupid. Although when oh, when, when Scott Stapp left and they got a new singer and formed Alter Bridge, uh, that other singer was from Eastern Washington and became Alter Bridge. It was better than Creed. Anyway. Uh, I wouldn't know. Again, I've said before, I'm a mixed kid. <laughs> One side of that mix is really coming out right now. <laughs> I understand. Oh, like, yeah. Full, what very much. What side is that? The, the tone deaf side? The, wow. Oh, yeah. wow. The tone deaf side. <laughs> Don't blame any race yeah. for uh, your choice in music. So. Yeah. I know plenty of white people who hate Nickelback. And Creed. So do I. Uh, so do I. <laughs> um, okay, honorable oh, mentions. Guy. Jess, I have two honorable mentions. I, I figured you would. One's so, a TV show, one's a movie. Okay, uh-huh. so I have one TV show on my honorable mention list. You go ahead with yours. Okay, my honorable mention TV show is Red Dwarf. I'm obsessed. Yes. I still watch it all the time. <laughs> Love it. It's a great show. Like, if you make someone who's not into, like, goofy, weird British sci-fi things, they're going to think that it's the worst show on TV. Mm-hmm. But I love it. I have a video that my brother sent me of all of my niece singing the theme song. Awesome. And it's, like, the cutest thing in the whole entire world. Um, I love Red Dwarf. It's, I mean, I watch it on when it was on Netflix, I was watching it. It came back on PBS, I was watching mm-hmm. it. They have a new season I haven't been able to find, but my brother sent it to me, and then it disappeared. I love Red Dwarf. I can, get, out, I what, can get that for you, because I already have it. Uh, I, oh, you do? I'm also a Red Dwarf fan. Do you like the new season? Re- ever since Red Dwarf X, which came out... Yeah. Ugh, Three years, ago. three years ago yeah it is nice to see everybody come together again but mm-hmm. it does not feel the same i think because there have yeah. been so many years in between where mainly it's like calling up your buddies being like hey how about we you know hang out again and do this thing it is still right. funny but yes. it is not quite the same yeah i mean it's a great show i still do one-liners from it and i use mm-hmm. insults from it it's pretty funny I, I enjoy it but okay so here's my no shame november um and I will fight anybody. Ooh. I, I will fight you all. I don't even care. Mm. I every time it comes on TV I watch it. I don't actually own it. I wish I did. If I did, I'd watch it a lot more often. I really enjoy episode two Attack of the Clones. Fight me. Ugh. <laughs> mm. It's not <laughs> terrible. I okay. I love it. I knew I that was it. coming. It's- I love it. I love seeing Jenga, Fett, and Young Boba. I love seeing where the clones came from. I love this planet that had disappeared. I love seeing the young Obi-Wan doing his thing. I love seeing Master Yoda do his... See how he is the most powerful Jedi. Mm. But I he was- love... <laughs> That movie. Now, mind you, when I think of it, uh-huh. I don't think of Anakin at all. Thank like, you. He is not part of that movie <laughs> to me. Like, and when I went back and rewatched it, I was like, God, he's in it this much. Mm-hmm. You know, it was yes, so bad. He's in it a lot. But I love Attack of the Clones. I love it. I love it. Fight me. I don't care. Fight well, me. We'll be okay. I, I thought you were going to say yep. Phantom Menace again. Yeah. So did I. Then, I when I first no, proposed, I, no, I like Phantom Menace, but I see, like. The, 
Attack of the Clones better than Phantom Menace. I would I hope love so. Attack of the Clones. Oh. oh, I love Attack of the Clones. That's you know, I'm not going to hold that against you, but it, you know, for a while we were going back and forth about mm-hmm. Phantom Menace. Yes, and, and that's one of those movies that I just yeah, I just they don't inflame me. I just don't. I just don't. <laughs> I don't budge on Phantom Menace at all. It was one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Period. Yeah, Damien flame me. Mm-hmm. I had two. I had one client who's a uh, uh, two clients. There, my husband married um, in Seattle. They were aeronautical engineers at Boeing, Shocking. and they're into sci-fi's and things as well. And um, they made fun of me because they were like, "How did the pods get off of the ground?" And I was like, "Shut up!" And they're like, "Those engines would explode the second they turned them on." I'm like, "Please don't do the science yeah. part of it. Don't kneel the grass." Now you're it. ruining the pod racing scene, and I enjoyed the pod racing scene. Um, well, granted, even though is- if they were based on similar Harrier designs, which were VTOLs, which are vertical takeoff and landing. Don't nerd us. Um, yeah, come on. He's hitting, you are the well actually queen. Team. Get out of here. <laughs> well, he's like, well, actually, um, no. Hush. Okay. I get All right. it. Neil deGrasse Tyson is not a guest on this show. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> yeah, not yet. <laughs> um, but yeah, I love, I love wow. Attack of the Clones. It's my jam. See, when I first proposed this episode, because I'm an avid listener of the Curly Nerd, I was waiting for Jess to pick episode one, and we were going to roast her. <laughs> I, out of the out of the prequel trilogy, I love Attack of the Clones. Okay, I, I love it. Out of the trilogy, I, no, I cannot even yeah. say number two is the best. I number three is the best. the best. Which one's the one with Grievous? Three. Well, well, well two, uh, and two and three. three. But three. Oh, okay, okay. I, I liked Grievous too, but whatever. Well, he was great in the Clone Wars animated yes. when they actually talked about yeah, who he was great. and yeah. why he coughed and yeah. why yeah. Mace Windu was actually the one who caused that injury. Yeah. That was great. Yeah. Never talked yeah. about that in the movies. That was better yeah. than well, anything the in the prequels. Good, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, episode two. All right. I mean... You got an honorable mention, huh? <laughs> yeah. Uh, do either of you two I know, have... I know. No. Okay. I, was, I was done at Nickelback. So... <laughs> <laughs> My honorable mention is a TV show that is only on its second season. It started on Sci-Fi Channel and then moved to Spike for whatever reason. Ooh. I know what it is. Uh, the Shannara Chronicles. <laughs> what is that? The Shannara Chronicles. I thought that started, thought that started on MTV. It start, well, it... Sci-fi, cha- basically, Sci-Fi Channel and MTV and Spike. Spike, I think, is the only one that is actually a separate one. But MTV and Sci-Fi are the same uh, company. Viacom. Uh, Viacom, yeah. So, but yes, uh, MTV. I think premiered the first episode. Then it went to Sci-Fi. Then it went to Spike. Anyway, the Shannara Chronicles. Uh, I love cheesy sci-fi. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is this combines so many of my. My loves. It combines. Jess, do you remember the show Primeval on BBC? Yep. Okay, so Primeval was a terrible show on BBC that would come on after Doctor Who and Torchwood. <laughs> and it was just like, yep. hey, kids, just stick around for this. Who cares? Terrible monsters, terrible CGI. It combines that with like first level Dungeons and Dragons, along with cheesy sci fi, a love triangle between Amber Lee and. Uh, Eretria. It takes place in this fantasy world that is actually in the future, and they actually have the Space Needle that is kind of, cr- not crashed, but it has fallen and overgrown. In the future, elves, trolls, and the race of men are now kind of reemerged. This show is awful, but I have seen every episode. Uh, it is based on the books. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> man. Right now. No, that was just... 
that was just so much to digest. I was like, okay. whoa. It was based on a book series by Terry Brooks. He started writing these in like 1977. Mm-hmm. There are, I think, 15 books in this Jeez. series. Uh this show, the show. You know what? I'm gonna stop you right there. The thing that I hate about all your guilty pleasures is that you have to do these background stories <laughs> to justify why you are watching trash. <laughs> just, just, just own the fact John. you like it. So Terry Brooks, I know, just, 1970. You know, just say you like it. Y'all gotta let it finish. <laughs> it basically like the show. Think of a young boy. Uh, I forget his name. I wrote it down. Pee Wee uh, n- No, garbage. Uh, Will, who is a half-elf, half-human. He is a half-breed. He grows up in this world where he is not really accepted by one place or another. Shocking. I know what that feels like. Sounds like it's just a bad a show you like. So, and then, it, I mean, then he it. finds... Let him finish. Let him finish. <laughs> let him finish. No. He finds out he has these elf stones that were a gift from his father who died. Finds that his father's his that great warrior. Funny. So... It just—I know the show is terrible. So this is about being a half-breed boy growing up in Washington State, surrounded by like meth colonies, basically. Elf stones are like meth. Wow, and uh, they are blue. Um, There you go. See, there you go. Rock. Um, We got you. Manu Bennett is in it. Okay. Uh, He plays Alanon, who was a druid. Who helped out in the Great War? This means nothing. But then in the second season, <laughs> the Dark Lord kind of takes over, That's takes scary. some of his blood. Anyway, uh, the show is trash, and I know it is trash. Oh, I, I, get, time, I gathered that. Yeah. Every time I watch it, every time I watch it, I'm like, "Why am I watching this dumb show?" But I, but I love it. So, uh, and it's yeah. on its second season. It is on its. Second wow, season. it made it that far. It did. Okay. Oh no, this is a show that this will have some legs. Like, they were at New York City Comic Con. I was feet away from Manu Bennett in the press room, uh, but they had already cut off the line for press, so I was like, ah, oh, man. They shut you down pretty quickly. Um, Emerald City Comic Con. Did you I cry and say, I love your show? <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> I sent him that in a direct message on Twitter. <laughs> uh, I hopefully will connect with some of them at another con in the future. Again, Dungeons and Dragons, terrible CGI like Primeval and BBC, sci fi takes place in a future Seattle, you got me. Okay. Um, if the listeners could see how Tim and Damien <laughs> are reacting to everything that John is saying, it's just kind of like, all yeah. right, yeah, 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 we I'm, get it. Wrap it up, nerd. Ooh, I'm just... Rude. I'm just, uh, you know, sometimes we can't... Nerd. We can't control what we love. Yes, sometimes. you just love what you love. Yeah, it's okay. That's... Uh, yeah. Uh, okay, so that... Oh, my God, I'm dying. <laughs> at, at, least he's not, at least he's not in them streets, you know what I'm saying? Uh, it, it, it's hard to recover from the Nickelback. I'm yeah, honest. okay, see... It is, though, it is. <laughs> I feel like I've been betrayed. So the Shannara Chronicles, I feel like I'm so back like to concussion that. protocol right now. <laughs> There's a post-concussion syndrome. It's like, what? Uh, take him off oh the field. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, okay, so... I think that about wraps it up <laughs> for the No Shame November episode, Shame. Uh, 2017 edition. There is a 2016 edition that had uh, Steve and Dr. Andy on it. Uh, if you go back and listen to that, again, the audio quality is not great. That was before the studio had kind of been upgraded. So, uh, yeah, I, I think that I think that about that is about it for this part one. I will say of the. Captain Collaboration episode. Part two will be on the Curly Nerd podcast, which drops tomorrow on Thursday, where we will be talking about game changers. 
Yes. So, uh, okay, so at the end of the show, Damien, Jess, what do you guys have coming up, and what are your social media handles so people can follow all of your adventures? Um, I don't have a lot coming up. Uh, probably go to the Jay Z concert. Um, okay, spot it. Uh, no, I'm kidding. Uh, you know what I do have coming up is a whole is a whole lot of movies. I'm looking forward to movie season. Uh, you can also fight me. I'm looking forward to Jumanji and talking Oof. about that with my friends. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward to it as well. I kind of am too, but I know it's going to be a train wreck. I'll be there. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking for. I, I like The Rock and Kevin Hart together. And I mean, Karen Gillan is doing big things. I'm proud of the yeah. companion. You know, like yeah. I think she's awesome. Ro- Rose has stepped but, yeah, up. Not, huh? Yeah, not a lot going on. You know, it's holiday season around these parts, and so it's busy, and um, you know, in New York City or whatever. But yeah, anyways, y'all could find me at JDCOB at uh, Instagram and Snapchat. I'm also at JDC O'Brien on the Twitters, mm-hmm. and we are at It's the Curly Nerd on all forms of social media. Yes, and also, uh, so we're on Facebook and Twitter and what Instagram, Instagram. and and YouTube and all these things. All these things. Okay. Also, uh, it uh, it's the Curly Nerd dot com is the official website, and you can find me at Damian Randall on uh, in them streets. Um, <laughs> that's that's basically how we do it. Okay, and also quick plug to from Houston with love. Oh yeah, Tim and I have been listeners since the beginning. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I mean, seriously like, I love that podcast. It is again one of the I've talked about it before. It reminds me of why I got into podcasting in the first place. It is friends hanging out who have known each other for a long time, <clears throat> talking about things they love. So Cashmere Don, D Ray. Uh, the Love Jones segments yeah. <laughs> have me. I mean, I was going to mention it, but I didn't. I don't know, you know, what your audience is into. It's uh, man, it's the, it's not woke it's at all. No. It's for a mature audience, it's decidedly unwoke. decidedly unwoke. But yeah, from Houston with love, you can find it on iTunes. I will actually put a link uh, below along with Damien's, uh, Damien and Jess's social media handles. Sweet, definitely check those guys out. That show cracks me up, uh, especially when you guys were at. We guys at a cigar bar. Recently, when you guys we had were, Jedi Master, we were at a cigar bar. <laughs> I was the only one not smoking cigars. I was yes. dying. <clears throat> it was a great episode. Uh, the latest one I've not listened to yet, but it was all music, which I am super excited for. That is something Tim and I yep. have talked about before. Getting exposed to new music, especially new yep. music that is in a wheelhouse that we both enjoy, yep. is, is awesome. Well, I'm glad to hear it because I, I actually spent a lot of time with that music. That's, I, I'll be honest with that part. Like I actually spent a lot of time trying to curate the music. Mm-hmm. for the uh for those podcasts so that's a big part of it yeah so and rappers i know.com is where they can find all of the music yeah. that you guys use or you can go to illmanneredmedia.com okay. i've got i've got everything there for hours uh and for the curly nerd podcast in one place so um, fantastic have fun with it and uh yes there's uh there are copious amounts of alcohol consumed yes during each <laughs> podcast so that does contribute to our um decorum uh-huh. I say. nice all right so tim uh, just a whole lot of movies, man. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, st- drowning in screen, drowning in screeners. <laughs> I have a few I need to watch tonight. Did mm-hmm. you watch uh, the Immortal one? That Blade of the Immortal, yes. the one that I am super excited for. That actually, oh, it is on a different shelf. That it's I bonkers. have a bunch of the manga for. Yeah, it's Blade crazy. of the Immortal. Blade of the Immortal is crazy. Takeshi Miike. This is his one hundredth film. Any director who has directed one hundred films, I do not care if they include short films is incredible he has done 100 feature films wild the movie is 
insane. insane. We, we got a screener for it. I was excited to I've see seen it the in trailer a theater. for it a while back. Yeah, dope. So it's got dope. a dope poster. Got a, uh, a screener for it. Yeah, uh, just maybe, maybe, um, possible. But yeah, so okay. So, uh, you, so that just a bunch of different movies. Uh, that okay. and you know the big, you know Star Wars owns December, so that's going to be coming up soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, getting ready for that and just getting ready for the end of the year. A lot of voting, a lot of movies to sort of dissect and and figure out who goes where. Okay. Uh, but I'm pushing for Andy Serkis for best actor for Oof. War of Planet of the Apes. I, again, that's my that's my push. This he year. needs to be best actor. Exactly. For a lot of things. All of yeah. all of us have He's talked really about good. it. Create a category. I do not care if the Academy is like, oh, well, it's only motion capture. Cool. Create a best motion capture category. Have him and Doug Jones split it every year. Who cares? Yeah. I was just gonna say him and Doug. <laughs> yeah. Jones. Just yeah. give it to I was them. Just gonna say it. Right. Yeah, so yeah. okay. And it. social media. Uh, People's Critic on Twitter, uh, Snapchat, Instagram. Check me out. Excellent. Cool. Yeah. All of those links will be below. As for this podcast, you can find it on all forms of social media at About to Review, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and also the website, abouttoreview.com. Uh, there are some really big things happening this week. The, epi- the week that this episode drops, there are going to be five, count them, five appearances of that guy named John on podcasts. Uh, you listened to, hopefully, earlier this week on Monday, the History Channel-sponsored episode about their new show, Nightfall. I would really appreciate people go on youtube.com slash about to review. Watch it. I put a lot of effort into the video portion mm-hmm. of that episode. It is easily my most ambitious video <laughs> project. And also, I put a lot of work to it. And it was sponsored in History Channel. Uh, hopefully, we, we can work together again soon. This episode is dropping on Wednesday. Thursday, you can find me on the Curly Nerd podcast where we are talking about Game Changers. And on Friday, two episodes of About to Interview will drop. One with Robin Harris, who played Michelle in The Room. Mm -hmm. She has a new web series called The Room Actors, Where Are They Now? That will be on the podcast and on YouTube with a video component. And Vashti Harrison, who I'm really excited to talk about, an author and artist who wrote Little Leaders, Bold Women in Black History. That is also going to be dropping on Friday, December 1st. Ton of content. Uh, I did not mean to load it so heavy on one a week, but at the same time, a lot of the a lot of these things are time sensitive. Robin Paris's new web series drops on Friday or on Thursday, November thirtieth. Vashti's book comes out Wednesday, December fifth. So find all of that information on aboutreview.com, aboutreview.threadless.com. You can buy a T-shirt, and the Facebook page is easily the most updated. So facebook.com/slash/about2review. So for this episode of Captain Collaboration slash no shame november where we talked about movies and music and tv shows uh and nickelback that yeah. we <laughs> we that, definitely talked about nickelback oh man that we are no longer going to be shamed about because we got rid of that stigma we got rid of that stigma uh of the great show shannara chronicles um so for this episode i have been joined by and i'm pointing to her on facetime me, the curly nerd Jess. <laughs> she waves. <laughs> and Damien Randall. And, and Tim. And I have been your host, as always, that guy named John. We will see you soon. <laughs>